0: and Alcoa football family and fans. Heath Dutton and I like are high atop the field down. here at Red Bank High School, home of the Lions, as they host Alcoa and Alcoa's 25th semifinal state appearance. That is a remarkable mark of itself. But another mark that is trying to be reached tonight is one that Heath brought up during dinner. And he it could be another milestone for Coach Rankin here at Alcoa.
1: Absolutely, Marty. Coach Rankin, 199 wins here at Alcoa High School, 20 losses in his 15 seasons with the Tornadoes. And if he is able to defeat the Lions of Red Bank High School tonight, he will have career win number 200 as the head coach of Alcoa High School. Career win 452 all time
0: in his 39 seasons. Incredible numbers by Coach Rankin, and they continue to accumulate as he leads the Tornadoes toward another state championship, which if they're able to do so this year, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit, but this would be number 19. And also, postseason power, another stat put together by Heath Dunkel. Our media kits that he puts together each and every week are incredible it's an incredible amount of information. Nobody does a better job. I would I would beg to argue on any broadcast throughout Tennessee and the high school level. But the top ten postseason teams in Tennessee, Maryville is number one. They have more wins, but they also have more losses, and they have less state championships. Their postseason record is one hundred thirty-one and twenty-three. And that's their playoff record. They have 17 state titles, and Alcoa is 119 and 15, remarkable, and 18 state titles. As I said, one better than the Maribel Red Rebels. And in fourth is and the only other team in triple-digit wins in play in the playoffs is Brentwood Academy, and they are 106 against 30 losses, and they have 14 state titles as well. He's just. Incredible numbers, especially from the Block County teams. And uh, Alcoa in the forefront with the most state championships at 18, seeking number 19 this season.
1: Absolutely, Marty Alcoa seeking their eighth consecutive trip to the state championship game and sixth straight 3A title. Alcoa has beaten his three playoff foes this season by a combined score of 154 to 13. So far through the playoffs, Alcoa averaging 51 points, only allowing four. Very impressive staff for Alcoa. But Marty, you talk about playoff history. Talk a little bit about the Red Bank Lions program history. As the last time they won a state championship was in 2000. They've been to the state championship twice, 1978 and 2000, looking to go a third time after tonight if they're able to defeat Alcoa. And they have in their 31 playoff appearances a record of 35 in 29, and Marty, they played Alcoa once in the playoffs. They lost in 2017, at zero to 34 in the Class 3A state semifinals, in Alcoa.
0: And I believe that was down here as well, wasn't it, Heath?
1: Um, I believe so, Marty. Yeah, and it's gonna it's gonna be another tough battle tonight. Red Bank undefeated, 10 and 0 for the season, uh, averaging around 35 points a game, allowing under 10. This team is very talented and they have a very great head football coach. Marty, we talked about Coach Rankin a minute ago. Let's take a look at the Red Bank coach, Chris Brown, 31-3 and in his three seasons at Red Bank. And overall, this is his first head coaching stint. Before that, Coach Brown was a valedictorian at Unicoi County High School in 2003, earned an academic scholarship to Vanderbilt, where he went on and he also had an opportunity to try out for the football team. He walked on. Played two seasons there under head coach Bobby Johnson before having to retire due to injury. Moved on after graduation to become the defensive coordinator at his alma mater, Uticoke County. Spent four seasons there. Then went on to be a linebacker coach at Udawah for three seasons. And also while in Udawah served as the assistant girls basketball coach and boys soccer coach. And then right before coming to Red Bank, he was the linebacker's coach at Cleveland High School. Very impressive resume and very impressive young head football
0: coach for Red Bank. Indeed, and he also has a quote, and it was in the Times Free Press earlier this week, and also in the Heath Dunkel Media Guide. Says, uh, coach Brown states that, quote, our scheduling has made it clear that we don't shy away from a challenge. Our kids have battled for this opportunity to gauge ourselves against the best in the state. Yeah, he's going to get the best in the state tonight. Uh, he's been good for them for scheduling a couple of 6A teams. The 6A teams that they faced were both local, and but neither one of them could fare against the challenge that Alcoy accepted against six 3A teams, of those being Maryville, Dobbins-Bennett, and then to kick off the season earlier this year with uh, Murfreesboro, uh, the team from Murfreesboro. Blackman. Blackman, I'm sorry. I was stupefied there for a second. Got it right (laughs) in front of me. But, um, Heath, you know, both teams, uh, you know, they both pat themselves on the back with their scheduling. Alcoa has been tested. Red Bank thinks that they have been. Uh, They're going to get a good measurement of how good they are tonight as they will take on our Alcoa tornadoes. Well, Marty, in order to be the best,
1: you have to beat the best. This is a great opportunity for the Red Bank Lions to try to take advantage of that tonight. And, Marty, they're not just facing one of the top teams in the state of Tennessee. They're facing one Uh of the top teams in the nation. As according to the High School Football America poll, in the preseason, Alcoa was ranked 89. At the current moment in the High School Football America top 100, Alcoa number 61. There are... Four Tennessee teams on that list and they are Maryville at number 12 Oakland at number 33 Alcoa at 61 and Brentwood Academy at 63 so a tall task for the Lions tonight if they're going to escape and come away with a victory and make it to their third state championship appearance in school history
0: I, I like the fact Alcoa Alcoa's ranked 61st is ranked high I do uh I will throw a, a yellow flag against those r- rankings because I think there's a lot of teams, multiple teams in Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Texas, California, that, uh, that our teams couldn't compete against. It, they're, they're just not – it's not the same caliber of football. Uh, it, it reflects in the number of Division A athletes come out of East Tennessee versus, you know, your Floridas, Georgias, Louisianas, Mississippis, Texas. California's not saying the football here is not good. It is. We're very proud of the program we have. I'm just speaking to that top 100 ranking. Well, I would say this,
1: Marty. I, a lot of those teams you're mentioning are on that list, and so yeah. you got to think there's only four out of 96 teams from Tennessee. So they definitely do have a wide array of things. Alcoa is lucky and very, certainly very grateful to be a part of the four teams listed in the state of Tennessee. They hope to remain on that with a victory tonight against Red Bank. And, uh, Marty, if they do, Coach Rankin's 200th win, as we talked about a minute ago, and Rankin will have an opportunity to get his 16th all-time state championship in his career, uh, it would be Alcoa for the program, their 21st state title appearance, and it would be their 19th state championship. Amazing
0: numbers they put up. And my comments a moment ago weren't to besmirch either Maryville or Alcoa. Uh, it was just to, you know, state a fact. Yeah. and um, love being the part of the alcohol community. Don't hold what I just said against me, alcohol fans. Love you guys. Um, but we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll let the Double D, of Scott and Heath Dunkel, break this down. Trevor Dunkel will be on social media, where if you can't listen to us on the FM dial at 100.9 or online at WKVL.com, you can always – Follow two Hop Sports on Twitter or Facebook for real time scoring. Uh, for now, you're listening to the Secret Safe Place of Newborns in Tennessee pregame show. We'll be back with more of the pregame show right after these messages.
2: We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chai Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community, serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet. Jerome Moon would like to thank all the constituents of District 8 in Blount County for their support in the recent election. Jerome Moon will continue to fight for Blount County in Nashville for better health care, better education, and overall pursuit of life. Jerome Moon works tirelessly for the people of his district. Jerome Moon is guided by faith, family, and freedom. Again, thank you from Jerome Moon for your support paid for by the committee to
3: elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer. Your smile, it's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. A message from
2: State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blount County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blount County a better place for our families.
4: Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. Paid
2: for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey, State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer.
4: I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. WKVL 850 AM Maryville and
3: WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville.
2: El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimidor Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blount County Sports.
6: very much. Welcome back to the Twin City Certified
7: Inmarable Game of the Week as you're listening to the Secret Safe Place for Newborns Pre-Gun Show. This is Scott Dunkel along with Trevor Dunkel as we are going to let you know a little bit about what's coming up here tonight in playoffs in the state of Tennessee. Um, Trevor, looks like we got a couple of really good matches coming out of 6A tonight as well.
8: Oh yeah, we we definitely do. Um, in the top of the bracket, you have Maryville and, and Oakland going at it last week. Maryville barely uh, defeating Dobbins Bennett, thirty-five to twenty-eight, and then Oakland taking care of Riverdale, thirty-nine to to fourteen. So they'll be playing in Oakland um, tonight. And Rutherford County um, looks like about a two almost three-hour drive from Maryville down to or over to Oakland, I should say. Um, and then the winner of that game will we'll move on to the state championship to take on the winner of Brentwood and Bartlett. Uh, Brentwood uh, beating Franklin last week 55-34, to and Bartlett uh, beating Collerville 35-7. to
7: Yeah, tre- uh, Trevor, definitely a couple of really good games going on there. Just a little information about the Maribel oakland game. This is going to be the seventh straight season these two have met in the um, – semifinals and basically, again, not, not a lot different. Number one and number two meeting um, uh, for the, for this game as well, pretty much could be the championship game, but just the way the brackets fall, it is, um, the semifinal game for them. Instead, uh, Marable riding a 28 game winning streak with their last loss actually coming to Oakland back in 2018. And then as you said, Brentwood and Collierville playing tonight, um, it's like a really good game for both of those teams right there. Um, looking to see who is going to get the matchup. Hopefully with Maribel coming up next week. Oh yeah, and, and like
8: you said, the Maribel Oakland game is, is could technically be the state championship as they're both uh, one and two um, in the states. Um, so definitely a great matchup there, um, and we'll, we'll see who wins that. Hopefully we'll will most likely go on to win state championship, but hopefully it'll be Maribel. All right, well, how is 5A looking tonight? 5A, a um, little bit more interesting, especially because we have two local teams um, in, in that region. And when I mean local, I mean like uh, Knox County, Anderson County, where you have South Oil and Oak Ridge playing each other. Those are probably uh, the two closest teams to each other that are left, as they're only about 30 minutes apart. Um, and so uh, that will be played at Oak Ridge. And then the winner of that will go on to play the winner of Summit and Henry County. Um, the, are both out uh, out west um, in Tennessee. Some it's more in Middle Tennessee um, near Franklin and and uh, Henry County's out west, out in Paris, Tennessee.
7: Oh yeah, definitely, Trevor. And interesting, South what was actually making their second trip to the semifinals since nineteen for two thousand sixteen. While Coach Gaddis's Wildcats were actually making the semifinals for the first time since two thousand and ten. Again, another good matchup coming up, as you mentioned between. Summit and Henry County, both of them have some really good players on that team. Um, basically, Summit seeking their first championship after falling to Central last year.
8: Oh yeah, yeah. And, and Oak Ridge is kind of a surprise, being where they are. They they defeated two number one um, teams in, in 5A with Ray County, who went into the playoffs nine and one, and then also uh, West, who is also nine and one. So Oak Ridge um, has. Squeaked out uh, to get to where they were. It's, it's pretty surprising that they are they got this far, but definitely be a, a great game to watch between South Oil and Oak Ridge. And
7: looking at 4A matchups, what do we got going on tonight in that end of the um,
8: playoffs? So we got Elizabethson traveling to uh, Williamson County to take on Nolansville. Um, so uh, Elizabethson uh, squeaked out a win against Greenville last week, 24-20. to I mean, then Nolensville also squeaked out a win as they played Tullahoma, and Nolensville beat them 15-14. to 14. So um, could definitely be a, a really good matchup. Um, well, say really good matchup. However, Nolensville went in uh, to the playoffs 5-3, and three, and Elizabethson is yet to lose a game. So um, uh, I tend to think this will probably side with more Elizabethson, but it will definitely be a good game there.
7: Yeah, really. Elizabethson having uh, Tennessee Titan missed football finalists Bryson Rollins, who's already thrown for almost 2,000 yards and 27 touchdowns. So, definitely a very good game for them as well. And then the Tomcats from Hayworth, led by quarterback Keelan Newburn, with uh, 1,100 yards passing so far. The one we're looking at, uh, most important to us, though, Trevor, is 3A's. We know we got Alto and Redmond here tonight in uh, Hamilton County uh, at Redmond tonight. But we look at – or, I'm sorry, at Redbank – um, as we look also on the other end of the bracket, Pearl Cone plays tonight.
8: Oh yeah, Pearl Cone. If, if you remember, we, we played them last year in the state championship. That was a really good game last year. Uh, the closest I think I've ever seen an Alcoa game. But haven't been covering for as long as you, you and Heath have. Uh, but they'll be taking on uh, violence tonight. So we'll we'll see how that uh, that turns out. Uh, Milan is nine and one, and Pearl Cone went into the playoffs six and zero. Um, doesn't look like they got to play too many games, probably due to COVID this year. Yeah, a little bit of
7: issues right there. Is uh, Pro Cone actually is bringing in two
8: Class 3A
7: Mr. Football finalists as, as um, seniors, Martino Owens and Milan has junior Anthony Owens or Brown. So um, Pro Cone looking for a third state third state championship. Last one coming in 1997, and Milan. Has won four last one coming in 1999 dropping down a little bit lower look at two a matchups as we have coming up for tonight
8: um so you have uh makes county another east tennessee team we, we want to see uh do well um they'll be taking on trousdale county um trousdale eight and two where uh, going into the playoffs where makes county is yet to lose a game as well they went in 10-0 and 0, um and they'll be played in trousdale um which is uh Little north of Nashville, Um, so that'll that'll be a uh, really good matchup there. And then whoever wins will go on to play um, the winner of Waverly um, and Peabody. Um, Both teams uh, squeaking out wins last week as Peabody beat McKenzie 17 to 10, and Waverly beat Riverside 14 to 0.
7: Yeah, interesting about tonight's game with Peabody has won two straight championships. It actually holds the state's longest winning streak um, at 35 games so far, but this is going to be a rematch of the 2018
9: semifinal game
7: where Peabody won en route to its second straight championship. Then Mix County coming in here tonight. Also, um, really good matchup for them with Charlestown County. So we'll kind of wait and see. Charlestown County's won nine state championships looking for number 10. And then finally, looking at Class 1A matchups, who do we have?
8: Tonight, So you have uh, Coalfield, who is just kind of blown by everyone this year. They have uh, went into the playoffs 9-0 and and then has just defeated everyone in, in their way. Um, we'll be traveling to uh, take on South Pittsburgh tonight. Um, the winner of that will then go on to play uh, the winner of uh, Fayetteville and Lake County. Um, so Coalfield last week beating Oliver Springs 36-0, to and then South Pittsburgh beat Gordonsville, Thirty-seven to zero. So they'll be taking on each other, and then Fayetteville beat uh, Moore County, thirty-eight to twenty-nine, and Lake County beat West Carroll,
6: forty-two
8: to
7: eight. For our friends over in Greenback, Lake County should sound a little familiar, as they defeated Greenback last year, thirty-eight to twenty-three, to win last year's state championship. And then you look over at South Pittsburgh; they have two Mr. Yeah. Football yeah. finalists, Hunter Frame, and offensive lineman linebacker Jared Stone in the Pirates are actually seeking their sixth state championship in school history. Last one coming in 2010. Cofield, um, not quite gotten there, but they've been close. They've got a good running back in Cephalo. So tonight we'll really get a chance to see just exactly um, how these matchups end up and who will be traveling to Cookville either Thursday, Friday, or Saturday of the, of next week. So really good matchups coming in tonight. Uh, for the semifinals of the TSSAA State Championship playoffs here. As both teams are um, still working, they're trying to get close to getting ready to get the game started. we still got a few more minutes, so we're going to take just a few moments, take a break real fast. When we come back, we will be back on with Marty Millsap and Heath Dunkle as they will bring you the play-by-play of tonight's semifinal matchup between your Alcoa Tornadoes and Red Bank clients. We'll be back in just a few
1: moments.
9: We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days, plus 401K, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit production to apply. Equal opportunity employer.
5: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price
10: 865- 389 7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Folks,
11: do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home owned and home operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's neighbors helping neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. WKVL 850 AM, Maryville.
3: And WKVL 100.9 FM, Maryville.
2: A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blount County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blunt County a better place for our families.
4: Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blunt County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey
2: State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer.
4: I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message.
0: Welcome back. Chattanooga Red Bank and Tom Leonard Field, where while we were away until Edens of Red Bank and Braxton Bauman of Alcoa were the team captains tonight, Alcoa won the toss. They elected to defer until the second half. No, they have elected to receive, my bad. And it will be the, because I was getting ready to say, Red Bank looks like they want to kick twice. So uh, Red Bank will kick... Uh, Red Bank Lions are wearing their home royal blue jerseys with silver numbers outlined in white over slate gray football pants. And they also have royal blue helmets with gray stripes and a lion gray lying on, on each side of the helmet. The kick is way end over end and into the end zone and over the head of Cam Burden. And it will come out to the twenty-yard line, where your Alcoa Tornadoes, wearing their road white jerseys with maroon numerals and maroon sleeves with white and aluminum-colored stripes over aluminum-colored football pants, and of course, they are wearing the aluminum helmet with the maroon face mask and logo on each side of the helmet. They will come out, and it will be buckles starting at quarterback with three receivers to his left, one to his right, and it looks like uh, that will be Bonham, the lone back, and it's going to be a quick screen after Cam Burden. He takes it upfield and down to about the 29-yard line. That's actually number 19. Number makes. 15, Martin 15,
12: that's
0: Sankey. Sanky out of the backfield, and like I said, I've asked my wife for binoculars for Christmas. I've got to have them. Tim Russell's trying to help me out here as he set up a monitor for me to watch the game on tonight as well, and we appreciate him doing so. We are packed tight in here in the press box tonight, but we do appreciate Coach Weatherly for his hospitality here at Red Bank High School, and it will be Burden taking the snap. He's going to keep it himself, and he may get a yard. Good penetration that time by the Lions on the right-hand side of their defensive line.
1: Yeah, nice. Buckles tried to find room there with a quarterback sneak. Not much doing. Defensive line closed up quickly. Really good job by Red Bank there.
0: And it will be second down and 10 as he got no yardage on the previous play. They did pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down on the pass to Sankey. Shotgun, it will be one back. He's going to throw out in the left flat, And it is Braden Anderson with a move and a broken tackle, and he'll move the ball out to the Alcoa 46-yard line where the Tornadoes will pick up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives' first down. 10.50 remaining in the first quarter. We're still scoreless from Red Bank High School in Chattanooga. Alcoa to the line, Sankey the lone setback with Buckles, and they'll send a receiver to the left and three to the right. They move left to right. It will be Buckles faking the give, and then he'll be yanked down after about a yard and a half gain and a good strong tackle that time by the Lions. I didn't catch his number, but uh, nonetheless, it'll be second eight now for Alcoa on the next snap. Some big boys up front for that defensive line Indeed. for Red Bank. Number 51,
1: B.J. Raglin, one of the big key playmakers up there. Also looks like 42 cold bowls as well. But uh, two runs for Alcoa tonight, two runs, two yards, as Red Bank stifling on defense and forcing Alcoa to throw a lot early.
0: And it will be Alcoa's second and eight. Buckles in a shotgun. He's going to look. He's going to screen it out quickly. The Sankey, who picks up a block. He's out in the midfield. That was a late hit. And he's pushed out of bounds, I thought, late at about the 45-yard line. That'll be... That's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty executives first down by Ahmad Sankey from Buckles on the screen. Yeah, definitely a late hit in my opinion. Marty slowed up, stepped out
1: of bounds, then got shoved. But no call on the play. I all right. right, Dwight Price of Realty first down
0: for Alcoa as they cross the 50 and now at the 45-yard line. They'll come to the line of scrimmage, it will be Buckles going under center in the I formation. With Sankey dotting the eye with two receivers left, one right. And it'll be a sweep right to Sankey. Picks up some blocks. There's going to be a holding call. And Ahmad is going to get out of bounds as he gets inside the 40. But this will come back. Looks like somebody on the left-hand side of the line got caught for holding a little bit too much jersey. We'll be holding on the Tornadoes. And that's going to be a spot foul, so that'll mark it back a yard deeper from the previous line of scrimmage, and Alcool will now have the ball at their own. Looks like it's going to be second and 22. Indeed it is. First and 22. First First and 22 at their own 43-yard line. They have to get to the Red Bank 35 for the first down. 9.52 left in the first quarter, and we're scoreless. Buckles in a shotgun. Bonham the long back with him. He's going to throw out quickly in the flat. Braden Anderson makes the catch. He pulls one, two defensive backs with him as he moves the ball inside the 45. Finally pushed out of bounds by a couple of Lions as he gets inside the 40-yard line down to the 39. Actually, they're going to say he stepped out heat at the 42. It'll be second down at about seven. Another solid catch by Anderson early in this ball
1: game. Anderson, a very key playmaker for this Alcoa football team as he uh,
0: transferred from Maryville before last season and has done well this last two years at Alcoa. Best athlete on the field tonight. Shotgun. Give it to Sankey, and he's going to be chewed up and dropped. The left side of the Alcoa offensive line just getting abused thus far in this game. Heath on the run as Sankey will lose two yards. It will now set up third down and nine. That's
1: because they're having trouble with number fifty-two or fifty-one, BJ Ragland getting in that front and disrupting things, and then finally coming in to make the tackle. Number twenty, Jaden Hyde. This is a very talented team, Marty. Very good defensive line, and one of the things that I'll call worry about, especially just like last week, they had three offensive linemen out last week with Hertz. They're starting offense. Bubba Jeffries is also out tonight.
0: And Buckles escapes a sack, now throws it up for grabs down at the five, and it's caught. Wow! It is caught. Braden Anderson at the 2. The best athlete on the field makes the play once again, and it'll be first and goal for Alcoa.
1: Very nice catch that time by Braden, Mr. Anderson, as he jumps up in between two defenders and comes down with the snag and jumps up very excited after that. But, Marty, that play couldn't have happened if it wasn't for the elusiveness of quarterback Caden Buckles. He had a lot of pressure in the pocket somehow pulled a Ben Roethlisberger and got out of there and able to fire it down the field for a big-time play for Alcoa.
0: I was thinking Roger Stahlbach back in the day. He was call, called him Roger the Dodger. And there's timeout on the field as Alcoa has the ball first and goal at the 2. And with that timeout, we'll take one with them early here in Chattanooga. With 8.39 left in the first quarter, we're scoreless from Red Bank. We'll be back with more. After this message.
13: Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600 or click twincitycertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville.
14: Back to the old to-do list again. Let's see. climb Mount Leconte? Done. Snorkeling with the dolphins off the coast of Florida? Done. Barreling over Niagara Falls? (laughs) Nah, too risky. How about rediscovering Cades Cove in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park? Hmm. Easily drive or hike to view the scenic mountain beauty and wildlife. I'm downloading the Cades Cove app at cadescoveapp.com today.
0: First down, core ran two tight ends, uh, receiver, eye formation, and they run the same play on second down. And this time, the result is a one-yard touchdown into the scoring rectangle goes Ahmad, Instant Sankey for an instant lead for the Tornadoes on an Everding Orthodontics touchdown, Tornadoes.
1: Good job by Sankey, keeping the feet churning and pushing his way into the end zone and Alcoa now on the boards tonight. 8.07 remaining in this first quarter, and now we're
0: just awaiting this extra point. Also, a quick social media shout-out, Secret Safe Place for Newborns in Tennessee, to Coach Weatherly of Red Bank's brother, who lives in Knoxville, and the PAT is blocked no good, and it's dead at that point, but that was... Quickly into the backfield for Red Bank that time. They do have some speed on this team. But uh, once again, before uh, the, the next appointment was blocked, a shout-out to Coach Weatherly, the athletic director at Red Bank. His brother-in-law or brother that is listening, I, I can't remember in the text when he sent me earlier this week, but his brother-in-law is listening in on 100.9. And also a big shout-out and hello to all the Lions fans that are listening in tonight on WKVL.com. Uh, they were going to make that announcement here this week. So the people that couldn't attend due to COVID restrictions uh, can listen in and, and join us here on the broadcast. So a, a special hello. Uh, we'll try not to be as biased as we normally are, uh, Red Bank fans. Uh, but thank you guys for listening in. We do appreciate it. Good to have you here on the Tornado Network. You're listening to the two Hop sports radio crew, Marty Millsap, Steve Dunkel, Scott Dunkel on Stats, Trevor Dunkel on Social media and Alcoa with 807 has taken a six-to-nothing lead, and it will be Jet Foley to kick uh, after he missed and had the extra point block. Not his fault. There's good penetration off the right-hand side of the defensive front that time for the Lions. The kickoff high end-over-end fielded at the 15, and it will be number. It's either 10, 15, or 18. That is 10. Add Crutcher. Add Crutcher he's a sophomore says he's a linebacker but he's, he's little to be a linebacker but he returns it out to the 30 or 31yard line. that's where the Red Bank Lions will set up their first possession on offense. they trail six to nothing after Alcoa scores on a bomb <laughs> on a bomb from Caden Buckles to not they didn't score on it but it was down the two-yard line and then they scored on the eventual dive by Maud Sankey. And it will be the Lions coming out with um, a wing to the left, two receivers left, one right, and one back behind the quarterback of Red Bank. It'll be a give to the back. And that was number Lumiere Strickland on the carry. He's a senior running back. And he'll pick up maybe a yard to set up second down and nine. And you know, one of the things Coach Rankin talked about this week was the
1: athleticism of this offense for Red Bank. Marty, number 16, the quarterback Joseph Blackman, and number 15, the running back Lumir Strickland, make a nice tandem for the Red Bank Red Bank offense.
0: They look both very athletic. They're going to try to stretch play this time, and Lumir Strickland will be run out of bounds at about the 29 or 30 yard line. It'll be a loss, and Gray Carroll up there to. Pulls contain and nothing doing for the Lions on first or second down. It will set up now third down and 11. It was a loss of two on that run. 7.21 left to go in the first quarter. Clock stopped with the out-of-bounds play. Really nice job meeting Strickland on the outside was Cam
1: Burden. Burden helped assist Strickland to the out-of-bounds marker as
0: it's now third and 11 for Red Bank and they'll work from a shotgun, and it's going to be pressure, and guess who put him in a bag? He is sacked by Gray Carroll, but Carroll had help as the quarterback was basically just stepping up to avoid pressure from the left-hand side, and Gray Carroll just swoops in and downs the Red Bank quarterback at the 22-yard line. It's really punting time now for the Lions. Well, Marty, what it looked like happened there is the lineman
1: went with some slide protection to uh-huh, the left. Uh-huh. What they forgot, though, is they do have to still block somebody, and what happened is the whole right side of that defensive line came free and came after that quarterback, and as soon as Strickland turned, they were there to greet him, and Mr. Football finalist great
0: Carroll with the big-time sack. And a fair catch on the play. It was a high, short kick. Cam Burden catches it. Bear catches it at the 47-yard line, and that's where Alcoa will take over their second possession. And I'm going to tell Red Bank right now, watching their play calling on their first series, if they want to stay in this game, they better stop Alcoa on this possession. I just didn't see a lot of dynamics from their offense to be able to play catch up. Marty, one of the questions coming into this ball game
1: for Alcoa was will they continue to rotate quarterbacks in and out on offense? We saw them do that every other series last week um, against Gallenberg-Pittman. That's currently not the case. Is here in the second series. Caden Buckle still in at quarterback.
0: Two receivers each side and safety along back who will get the screen. He picks up a block from his receiver, cuts back inside, mm. and gets in. Oh, you cannot call a hold on that.
1: Now that's going to be on Tahir and Sutter, but Marty, I don't agree with that call. He had him by the shoulder pad on the, on the side of the shoulder and it kind of threw him to the turf, uh, but to the referee, that will be a hold and, unfortunately, will move Alcoa backwards
0: on their first play from the line of scrimmage. And that hold, I didn't see what you saw, Heath. The hold, what is bad about the holding call is it was unnecessary because Sankey had already moved past the point of block right there and just some sloppy work by... Alcoa tight end, who is a very good athlete in his own right, but picks up the infraction there, and Alc- Alcoa has the ball at their own 36-yard line, and it will be first down and about... They've got to get to the 43, so about 21, and it's going to be a give to Bonham. Bonham's going to try to find some room off the right-hand side. He'll take it forward for a couple, and... It'll sit up now second down and about 18. Just not
1: a lot of room to run up the middle tonight.
0: No, there's a big –
1: that's a lot
0: of big blue jerseys up front for Red Bank. I actually thought their colors would be red. Alcoa and a shotgun. Buckles with two backs. Looks like some are all in Sankey. Now, that's actually the freshman Elijah Cannon in. He's got pressure now and he loses the football. It's picked off in the air by a Red Bank linebacker, still on his feet, a very athletic return for the Lions as they go back deep into Alcoa territory, finally brought down inside the 15-yard line, and they will be in business there after Buckles turns it over and was not even hit, Heath. It looks like the ball just slipped out of his hand and that's a huge turnover and a huge break for the Lions here in Chattanooga as they look to try to tie this game or actually move ahead with the extra point with 525 left to go in the first.
1: Yeah, Buckles tried to make something happen and tried to run it up the middle instead of firing it down the field, escaped the pressure. But in doing so, little too much, wasn't able to hold on to that football. Lost it in a big-time recovery by Red Bank. And, Marty, you said in order to stay in this game, they got to stop Alcoa here. Well, they did just that. Now they've got to score.
0: That was another self-inflicted wound by the Tornadoes, though.
1: It was. Agreed. And Lemire.
0: The give is to Lemire Strickland, and he's going to be wrapped up and dropped for a loss. So, Coach Rankin says, defense and Coach Nix help us out. They do so as they tackle the running back, Strickland, for a two-yard loss, and It'll set up now actually about a four-yard loss. It'll be second down and 14 now from about the 19-yard line. And it will be Blackman and a shotgun, kind of a pistol. He'll have a wing to the left, two receivers to the left, one to the right, one back, and Strickland behind him. He'll turn, give it to Strickland again. Strickland has a hole this time, but the linebacker's there to clean it up, and the ball comes loose. They're going to say the forward progress was stopped. But he just a good job cleaning up and filling the gap that time by the second layer of defense. Yeah, I mean, this defense is playing fast All right, right now. And uh,
1: any, any hole that's being opened up by the offensive line is getting filled quickly by one of these star Alcoa linebackers. And Alcoa, a lot of depth as well, Marty, at these positions. Davis will rotate players in. That's one of the players who's making some plays right now on this drive, number 30, Aaron Davis.
0: And the shot or pistol formation, Strickland will – Motion out of the backfield this time. It'll be Blackman forced to run, and he's going to be brought down after about a yard gain, and basically he was running for his life on the get-go, and nothing doing. He may be hurt. He went down hard, and it's going to be fourth and ten, and it looks as if Red Bank will send in the kicking team And, uh, man, those silver, shiny numbers are hard to read from right here. Let me see, get a look at the screen. Thank you, Mr. Russell. And the field goal, number
6: 80.
0: Number 80, and that is James Wright. And it will be from about 32 yards. And the kick will be from right to left. It's on the far hash. The bad snap. The kick is no good. Could not get the snap back up. It affected the kick and Alcoa thwarts an early threat by the Lions and still leads six to nothing with three oh four left to go in the first quarter. And Heath, can you say good job defense and Coach Nicks? And we'll see if they're gonna send buckles back out.
1: They're going to send Buckles back out, and for Blackman, they're going to send Joseph Blackman, not Blackman Riff Bank, they're going to send Blackman over to the sidelines to talk it over with the trainer. As Marty, he got rocked on that last offensive
0: play. Yeah, he's he did. still feeling it, you can tell. And it will be Buckles and Shotgun, two running backs in the backfield with him. He's going to look, he's going to throw ball at it down. Never got it high enough to clear the line of scrimmage. It's incomplete, and it'll be second and ten.
1: Yeah, nice job by the senior defensive lineman Jaden High getting a hand up and almost bringing that one down at the line of scrimmage as Buckles tried to get it quickly out to Anderson. One of the things Alcoa has been trying to do is get those quick five to six yard out, uh, just turn around wheel routes to their um, to their wide receivers to help get it out of the hands of Buckles quickly.
0: Back throws to Sankey on a quick screen, and boy, the – Blue jerseys to get to the ball fast is really incredible. As Sankey will pick up maybe a yard to sit up third down and nine. But Alcoa, you know, not really fooling anybody right now. I know that the game plan right now looks to be to stretch the defense from side to side and then probably start pounding towards the middle. But as of right now, this Red Bank defense is super fast. Uh, Getting to
1: the football quickly, Marty. This is a Red Bay defense who allowed under nine points a game to their opponents
0: this season. While averaging over 41, Buckles is going to roll to his left throw, and he's got a man open. That is Ronald Jackson who will pick up the first down as he goes out of bounds at the 31. So Buckles rolling to his left does a great job of squaring his shoulders and hitting his man right between the numbers to pick up the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Solid throw and getting it out of his
1: hands like a bullet over there to Jackson, who picks up the first down. The Dwight Price of Realty first down as Alcoa with the football. 2.09 remains here in the first quarter. It's Alcoa
0: 6, Red Bank 0. Shotgun to give us a Sankey off tackle. There he goes. He's, there got a move. he's out past the 40, 45 past midfield. Still shedding tacklers as he's onto the 45. Finally brought down as they had to. Go for a ride, do a couple of lions, and Thank he carries some tacklers with him down to the thirty-five. Another first down, and Al will go fast. And the referees want a timeout. Uh,
1: they've got a guy still on the field hurt, Marty.
0: That's why they had to stop him. Ah, well, I said you can't do that. And it will be. I think that was twenty-two. Big number fifty-one. Raglan, going back on to the. I wonder if, that has, is he, if he's any relation to Reggie Raglan, former linebacker at Alabama. Well, that's a good question. Name spelled the same. He plays like he's a Division One defensive lineman. Shotgun going to be a Buckles quarterback draw, and there's going to be another holding call as Buckles takes it down to the 30, about a five-yard good tough-nosed run by Caden Buckles. As he gets to the 30, but this one's probably coming back. Well, Marty, uh, you were talking about
1: Ragland a minute ago, and while they get that sorted out, I'd like to kind of go back to that. as um, he's, This is a great opportunity to grow and learn at the left tackle position as the stud lineman for Alcoa, Lance Williams, has been one of the ones facing Ragland throughout the night. You've got two potential D1 prospects going back and forth against each other
0: on that front.
1: Indeed you do, and
0: the thing about Williams for Alcoa at left tackle. He's just a sophomore. Yeah, this is. But this is a great. This is probably
1: the toughest test he may have all season.
0: Indeed, as it will be Buckles. He's going to load up. He's going to throw, and the ball is incomplete. It was intended for. It looks like Elijah Cannon, the Lion sideline, wants. They off off at the center. Center. Yeah, they did is is and there's gonna be another hold it looks like against the tornado. No a personal foul roughing the passer oh, wow. against the Lions. So that's huge for Alcoa is automatic first down. Yeah, that'll be fifteen yards and a first down. Don't have replay up here, but nothing I can do about that one. <laughs> So regardless, I didn't see it. That will move the ball to the 30-yard line. Should be an automatic first down as well. Is yeah, it is a first down at the 30 for Alcoa. A minute 18 left to go in the first quarter. Alcoa almost knocking on the door, not quite yet, but they're you know in the front yard. Buckles in a shotgun. He's got Sankey alone back. He's gonna he fakes it. Actually gives it to him on a draw. What a move by Ahmad Sankey. And he makes Lions miss as he goes inside the 10, actually marked out at the 11. But what a move there, right past the line of scrimmage on a linebacker. And he picks up nice yardage down to the 12. That'll be a pickup of 18 yards for Ahmad Instant Sankey. 108, 6-0 Alcoa with the football in the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone. And that'll be five free yards as they change the cadence and Red Bank jumps.
1: Well, and it all what that also does, Marty, is it helps this offensive line that potentially has won two players out this week have a little bit of extra of a step on offense because that defense is getting in the backfield quickly. So one way to help, keep them honest, try to get them to jump once or twice make them a little hesitant, and allow the offensive line another second or two to hold.
0: That was a good job of Sweetland to pick that up and see where they were getting a good jump off the, off the snap. Snap goes. It's going to be a huge hole to Sankey, and he will take it into the scoring rectangle for another Everding Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes with 103 left in the first. nothing now pending the PAT. Heath, that hole opened up beautifully along the left-hand side, and you spoke of it. This could be his biggest test to date. He passed with flying colors that time, it did, Lance Williams. Yeah, another nice job of that offensive line, but an even better job. Ahmad, thank you, Marty.
1: Making things happen as he has had a beautiful drive and is really starting
0: to come alive, and the defense
1: better look out.
0: And that time it was almost blocked again, Number 11 is coming off the edge, and they're going to have to do something about him. That is Joshua Blackman, possibly the brother of the quarterback. But the kick is up and doing. And with 103, Alcoy now leads 13 to nothing. Let's take a 30-second break. We'll be back with the kick off right after this.
5: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover.
0: Down, out four, now leads 13 to nothing and the kick is high and over in short. Build it at the 21. And there's a wedge, and that is number 10 and brought down by Braden Anderson, the safety. And what a return by Ad Crutcher. Got an injury on the field. As he's He's going to return the ball into Alcoa territory and to the 34-yard line. And there is an injured lion on the field, so... Ad Crutcher just hit that wedge like a bullet, Heath, that he took off. This Red Bank team is very athletic. And you've got to start wondering, though, you know, they've, they've not shown a whole lot of, um, you know, ingenuity or creativity offensively tonight. And it, the further they start falling behind, the more they're going to have to probably try to get into a part of the game they may not be comfortable with. And every time thus far that Blackman has dropped back to pass, Heath, He's had tornadoes breathing down his neck.
1: Biggest thing they got to do, Marty, is they got to get it out of his hands quick. They got to get it to their playmakers, let them do some things. But they're going to be out, be without one more playmaker. As number one, Devin Bean is the one on the field right now. He was rising in pain, and now Marty's coming, taking to the sideline, hobbling, and not putting yeah. any pressure on that right leg.
0: Yeah. that doesn't look good. That it, he's not putting his right leg down at all. So he's, I would saying his helmet's off, so I'd say he's probably done for the evening and they're not going to stop at the bench either. They're going to take him on uh, and probably cart him off, which they're going to do, or are they going to uh, they've got a uh, they need to put a tent up, but they've got a training table looks like a massage bed or couch uh, that they're going to check him on. But anyways, down to the field and and it looks like one of the Right tackle for the Lions move, but was he drawn off by the Tornadoes movement? We'll see. It's going to be a false start against Red Bank. That'll cost them five yards, and instead of having it at the Alcool 34, they're now at the 39, first and 15 for Red Bank. They will be in a shotgun with Blackman, and he'll have Strickland behind him with three receivers and a tight end to the right. They move right to left. It's going to be a give to Strickland. Wow. And he's just shoot up and dropped for another loss. He's. They cannot do this. They're getting no. They're getting no push now from their offensive line. And they just continue to go backwards. That's going to be second down and about 20 now as we're coming near the close of the first quarter. And it's 13 to nothing. Alcoa and Red Bank with football at the Alcor 43-yard line. So it's going to be second down and a long 19. And they'll be working. We'll see if they actually want to snap the ball here. They're in a pistol. They're going to motion Strickland out of the backfield. It's empty now, and it will be Blackman back. He throws a screen. It's an inside screen to Strickland, and a decent job and. and Pursuit downfield by Greg Carroll brings down Lemire Strickland at the 39. So he'll pick up about four yards on the screen pass, and it'll set up third down at about 15. Marty, um, one of the players that's been making a lot
1: of plays on this defensive line tonight, and I just got a word thanks to Adrian Harrell and Tim Russell here, is number 98, Sean Williams. Sean Williams, a junior defensive lineman, transfer from Oak Ridge that just became eligible last week. Wow. Alcoa's getting
0: eligible players left
1: and right. I think he actually started at Alcoa, went to Oak Ridge, and then came back. And so they have made him eligible finally last week. He played last week, and he's also getting playing time tonight. And you think about it, with that loss of Solomon Tyson on the defensive line, having him eligible and seeing what he can do, that's huge for Alcoa.
0: It is huge. And welcome back into the Alcoa community. And playing very well tonight. As you said, you know – Solomon Tyson broke his foot last week. Uh, Bubba dislocated his elbow.
1: Dislocated his elbow. He's out tonight. They are hoping to have him back next week for State. Certainly will be a tough recovery to come from, uh, come back from, but you
0: have to imagine he's going to give it his all. I don't know. It would have to be a different degree of separation that I had. That was the most painful injury I ever had was a dislocated elbow, and it hurt like Hades. And if that young man could come back and play after separating his elbow in two weeks, he's a lot tougher than I am. Back is Blackman. He's going to throw deep. He's got a receiver. Receiver had stopped, makes the catch. Two tornadoes go up to defend it. Touchdown. And that's going to be six for Red Bank. And just two Alcoy defenders just displayed the ball. A great athletic catch by the... That is number two of the Lions. That is Kel Edens, or Edens, and he gets the Lions on the board now, and they trail 13-6 to 6 with 11.50 left to go in the second quarter, pending the PAT, and it is Blackman on the hold. And number 80 is the kicker. That's right. The kick is up. The kick is doing, and he's got a good leg. That would have been good from 40, 45 yards. And right now, Alcoa just hanging on to a six point lead after giving up a big 39 yard score from Blackman to Edens. And just like that, we'll be back for the kick on the Twin Cities Certified in Mariville game of the week right after this.
2: We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
0: Welcome back to Chattanooga Red Bank High School where the Tornadoes just gave up a 39-yard bomb as Red Bank cuts into the lead now standing at 13-7 to with 11.50 left to go in the second quarter. Red Bank. And let's see, is that number 80 set to kick for Red Bank? And back deep is going to be Burden, Sankey, and Harris. Thanks, Tim. The kick is away. It's going to be fielded by Harris back near the goal line, and he's going to try to get to the wall on the left, and Chattanooga beats him there, but what a move, and if it wasn't for that,
1: nice play by Jackson,
0: that is Ronald Jackson on the return, he returns it back, 22 yards, Alcohol will have it first and 10 at that point, and uh, as we, uh, you know, I, I spoke with Zach's father earlier this week, and he said Zach re-injured his shoulder last week in that game, and it's been bothering him all week. He has practice, but it is it has bothered his throwing, and it looks like Buckles will get the call and will be probably quarterbacking every down of this game.
1: Yeah, you'd have to imagine at this point if anything
0: happens to him, you'll see Camden Burden. Indeed. Thank you. Alone, set back three receivers, right one, left. How Cornell goes, right to left, and it's going to be Burden on the reception from Buckles, and he'll pick up yardage out to about the 25. It'll be a pickup of about three on first down. One thing that I have noticed, too, for the most part, Heath, is that the Lions tackle pretty well in the open field. A lot of team speed and a really good
1: job of wrapping up um, and not just trying to arm tackle there. But, again, Marty, this is where we talked about in the pregame show. Well-coached. is a very talented coach on that sideline as uh, Coach Brown is one who is very intelligent, graduated from his high school at Hoy Unico- County as a valedictorian and then also got an academic scholarship at Vanderbilt and actually played there two seasons. So they've got a great coach on that sideline, and obviously it shows as uh, they're undefeated this year.
0: And it looks like there's somebody slow to get up. And that's Sankey on the carry. He picks up yards to about the 28. It's going to be... You know, third down and a long three with no Sankey on the field. I'm sure Bottom will take his place. And quickly, social media shout-outs. I want to do it to uh, Lauren Ward, Pam Newbert, Brady Snyder, and Jag Greer. Sorry if I missed those up, Lauren, Uh, uh, one or the other. Also, Christy Snyder, Hank Snyder, and the rest of the people. We've got a timeout down on the field. It's going to be an offside against Red Bank, Heath, and that hurts. That's the second time Alcoa's been able to draw them off sides tonight, and that'll pick up a free Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down out to the 34-yard line. Nicely done as Alcoa comes up to the line of scrimmage.
1: Buckle in the shotgun formation. Looks like he's got Elijah Cannon to his left. trips to the
0: left for Alcoa and a single wide receiver to the right. And it's going to be Buckles. They're just going to live on that out pattern over in the right flats, and it's complete this time to Ford. And Ford's going to have the ball out to the 40, so a pickup of about six on that play. Also, want to give a quick shout-out to my young man, and that is Jackson Millsaps listening in his Mimi and Papaw tonight, Jimmy and Carlotta Millsaps down in Louisville. Jackson, hope you're having a good time. Probably not as good a time as we had last night watching – Haters back off. As it is a shotgun now for Buckles. And now there's a stop. And it's going to be a timeout by Alcoa. And Heath, your thoughts so far as we've almost played one and a half quarters of ball.
1: Um, Marty, I wouldn't say it's super surprising. I mean, you're facing a really talented Red Bank team. A lot of team speed, undefeated for a reason. Um, I think you can tell the superiority uh, this Alcoa football team just in size and ability. However, Red Bank is playing with a lot uh, of just moxie. Just going out there and giving it to their all party. I'm curious to see the depth um, mm-hmm. as the game moves along to see how long they're able to keep their endurance going as a lot of these players supposed to be playing both sides of the football. Alcoa's got a little bit more depth, in my opinion. Um, if uh, Alcoa can keep Caden up and healthy, obviously that's important for them as well. Um, but offensively for Red Bank, having a lot of trouble. They have that one big play, but this defensive line is getting in the backfield and making things difficult for them. So um, I expect to see Alcoa continue to slowly pull away, but so far Red Bank giving a
0: great fight. Yeah, Red Bank looks like they just dressed a little over 30 players, and the give is going to be to number six, number uh, nine, Jordan Harris, and he'll get the ball out over the 40 to about the 41 and it'll set up about about third and four. They're going to mark it at the 40s. He needs to get sh- almost to the 44. It's going to be third down and a long three, if you will. It's, it's really close to four. <clears throat> and it is buckles. at shotgun. He's got a receiver to the right, two to the left, two backs with him in the backfield in Cannon and Harris. And he throws out and complete for another first down to Ford over on the far sideline and he steps out of bounds at the 47 and he'll pick up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, defensive line for Red Bank trying to get those hands up and knock down those
1: passes, but Buckles got it just over the hands of the defender and in a nice out route to Landon
0: Ford who picks up the first down. And a shotgun And the give is going to be to Harris, who just pulls straight ahead, and he'll get down to about the Lions' 47-yard line, and he just made some contact with somebody and looked like a bulldozer as he just plowed forward.
1: Harris, a lot of speed, Marty. Once he gets going, tough man to bring down. I think Alcoa here trying to kind of change things up, especially with Sankey hurting a little bit. Now you've got, looks like, Terrace in the backfield and cannon in kind of a
0: back formation. Yeah, it's a broken back, and it's going to be Buckles keeping it, going around right in, and the defensive end over there grabbed the football. Buckles able to hang on, and it's going to set up a third down and short situation. they got to go about a yard and a half, we'll say third and two. As the ball sits at the 45-yard line stripe, they've got to get to the 43. So, third and two for the Tornadoes. Shotgun with one back in Harris. And it's going to be a screen out to – actually, they snuck in Sankey back into the game. They throw the screen pass. And great hands that time, but Sankey able to pull that ball back in as that thing was throwing on a line or on a laser to him. And he's able to catch it pick up the first down, move the ball deeper into Lions territory at the 40, so it'll be another Dwight Price, of realty executive's first down for Alcoa. 7.15 and counting left in the first half. Three receivers now to the right, and Jackson, Buckles, and Cannon. It's going to be rolling right, and Buckles is going to load up. He's got a wide receiver, wide open. Oh. Oh over the outstretched hands of Braden Anderson and almost another circus catch for that young man. But he he was wide open.
1: Yeah, well, and the defender fell, and Braden was trying to go around him and tripped up just a little bit, trying to get around him and get to the end zone. And if he would have been able to stay on his feet fully without tripping for just that one moment, I think he would have fallen right under that football. A good throw by Buckles.
0: It's a little bit too far, unfortunately, for Braden. and now second and ten. And two receivers as they flank the tight end, Sutter is out wide right, and there's now three backs are going to give the pop pass to Ronald Jackson. He makes a couple of them in and he's going to be off to the races. What a catch and run by Ronald Action Jackson, also known as Tank, as he gets into the scoring rectangle. And that's another Everding Orthodontics touchdown, Tornadoes. Yeah, really nice shot by Tank Jackson as he
1: storms through enemy lines and bulldozes his way all the way to a touchdown. And Marty, once he saw, he was trying to bounce to the outside and then saw a seam cut right through it, and he was gone. A really nice run that time by the senior from Alcoa High School. And now they're awaiting the extra point of Jet Foley as Alcoa gets set and waiting to hold as Riley Eaton. Eaton gets it. Holds it, kick is up, kick is doing. Your score was 647 remaining in the second quarter. It's Alcoa 20, Red Bank 7. We'll be back in just a minute.
2: West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community, serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet.
0: Of Chattanooga Red Bank as Alcoa has just added to their lead at 20 to 7 with 647 left to go here in the first half on a beautiful run by Ronald Tank Jackson as he takes a pop pass from Buckles the distance. And it's going to be a squib kick. It takes a good Alcoa hop and field it at the 20. And just there's a little bitty line down there. And he's just trying to bob and weave his way. He'll pick up yardage. That's number 11. And he'll set up the Lions at their own 33-yard line. And that was number 11, as I said, Joshua Blackman, possibly the brother of the quarterback for Red Bank. And a quick shout-out to Karen Orley. Who's listening in? I'll give a, a bunch more here in a moment. As Alcoy leads 20 to 7. It's Red Bank with the football, and it is Blackman in a shotgun with Strickland behind him. Two receivers uh, to the far side of the field now in motion, and they're going to give a. no, they faked the jet sweeper, just completely missed the handoff. Does Blackman, and he'll have to just run it out of bounds. It'll be a two yard loss, and another negative play for the Lions.
1: Nothing doing that time for Blackman and Alcoa doing a great job, as always, getting outside to the perimeter and forcing that quarterback out of bounds. So you're right, Marty, it will make them lose one. It's going to be second and 11. Now in the pistol formation is Blackman.
0: And he takes a step. He gives it to Strickland. Strickland is going to be plowed under and dropped. It'll be another loss as the right side of Alcoa's defensive line just completely caved in the left side of the Lions' offensive front, and it's going to be a loss of about three and a half or four yards. It'll now be third down and 15 for the Lions with 6.05 left to go here in the first quarter. And they have not proved at all if they can move the ball. And remember, this is an offense that's averaging over 41 points a game. And I'll get you their totals uh, offensively here in a moment. Bob will snap by Blackman. He's gonna look. He's gonna load up. He's gonna fire deep. It's gonna be picked off. That is Isaiah Bryant. Oh, oh my God, that is terrible. And the return is gonna be for naught. It's a good return, and Bryant's gonna take it back all the way inside of the Lion 30-yard line. But they're gonna call a block in the back on Alcoa, which is just horrific. I don't know how you can call that. I
1: mean, Marty, that was a great hit. It looked like he just came up in front of him. It just blew him up. I did not think for one second that was a block in the back.
0: And can you still do that, the blind side?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, they, he was running right at him. They were both looking at each other, and he just lit him up like a Christmas tree, and the referee threw the flat. It's unfortunate because that was a great return, interception and return.
0: That time for Alcoa. Yeah, and Isaiah Bryant, uh, his return will be negated by a penalty. Nonetheless, Alcoa will have the ball. They'll start inside their own twenty at the eighteen with five thirty-three left. Plenty of time for Alcoa to get on the board. And I would, I would look right now for Alcoa to go deep on this very first play heat to really try to just turn the screws. And we'll see. It'll be buckles and a shotgun. He'll have bottom to his right in the backfield with two receivers left, a tight end, and a receiver to the right. And they're going to throw out Braden Anderson on the screen. He breaks one tackle, stiff arms. If he can keep his feet, he scores. Instead, he stumbles down at the 44-yard line, and that will be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That'll be a gain of about 26 yards. With 518 left, and Braden Anderson keeps adding to his total. I do not know why he's not getting more looks. I don't know if he's too slender, but he's definitely athletic enough to play at the next level. Shotgun, two receivers right, one left. Draw play to Sankey, and Sankey moves it outside of his 45 to about the 47. He'll pick up three yards on the carry and set up a second down and seven with 4.45 left in the first half. It's 20-7, to 7, Alcoa. This is the fifth time that Red Bank has made it to the semifinal round. They are 2-2. Two two. Their last appearance was in 2017 against the Tornadoes, and we all know how that ended. Buckles back, looks, looks, looks. Plenty of time. Now he's going to tuck and run. And once again, they try to tackle the ball instead of Buckles. And he turns it upfield, gets out to about the 49, and he'll be stopped there. It'll be third down and five from that point. Four minutes left in the first half now. As the weather gets a little bit more chilly here, in Chattanooga. Just off the river here, so it's, it's a little bit colder. There's not much of a breeze, though. But nice little area down here. And it is shotgun, and it's going to be a timeout. Taken by Alcoa. That's their second of the half with 3.38 left. They lead 20 to 7. Let's take a 30 second timeout. We'll be back with more action from Chattanooga Red Bank right after this
3: your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho.
0: for leading 27 with a third and five from midfield. Buckles and a shotgun for the Tornadoes. He looks. He throws late. It's Braden Anderson with a catch. He'll pick up the first down. He'll make a couple of moves and make a third, fourth man, man miss. And he, he's Houdini with the football. They finally bring him down and, and smother him as he gets inside the 40 down to about the 38. That'll be another... Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at the 37-yard line. But what a play, and they just never could seem to find a handle on Braden Anderson. Fifty moves that time by Mr. Anderson and another Dwight Price of
1: Realty first down for the Tornadoes. They now have the ball at the 38-yard line and hoping to score at least one more time as we're about three minutes left here in the second quarter. It's 20-7, to Alcoa.
0: Thank you with the give. Breaks a tackle at the 35 to the 30, 25, and dances out of bounds at about the 21-yard line. So that will move the chains again for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville on 411 South Game of the Week. Go by and say hello to my friend Riley. Tell him to put you in a reliable, inexpensive, and certified pre-owned vehicle. 2.55 left in the first half. Alcoa on the move. Buckles in a shotgun with Sankey and Bonham on each hip. And he turns, gives it to Sankey. Sankey makes a move, cuts inside, lowers his head, takes it inside the 10, and finally tackles at about the 8-yard line. That'll move the chains again for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. This will be first and goal now at the... Looks to be eight-yard line. It is with 235 and counting. Alcoy just methodically running the ball right down the throat of the Lions. Buckles once again from a shotgun. Same formation. And the give, same play. Why not? And Sankey takes it down to the five. And Lance Williams over there is just nasty. He continues to block until the whistle and the lion on that side of the ball wasn't one any part of it. And it will be two minutes less in the first half. Twenty to seven. Alcoa, And they're threatening as they're in the common sense pest control red zone. You're listening to the Twin C certified miracle game of the week. Buckles, shotgun. Only back in the backfield is Yankee. He fakes it, and Buckles takes it into the scoring rectangle for another Everding Orthodontics touchdown tornadoes with 139 left. It's now 26 to 7. Alcoa pending the PAT.
1: Nice fake that time by Caden Buckles as Marty. Now he's the Houdini, excuse me, and with a nice trick and goes up the middle and gets a nice touchdown for Alcoa,
0: extending this lead before the half. And just a, a good ball fake that time. Oh, yeah,
1: everybody went with thank you.
0: And it was Buckles just taking it right up the middle, untouched for another score. The set, the kick up, kick doing. And Alcoa now leads 27-7 to with 139 left to go in the game. or In the game. In the half. And Heath were only 25 and a half minutes away from another state championship appearance. And uh, number 19, all those state championships for Alcoa have came since 1977. So Alcoa, quite familiar with Vanderbilt, Murfreesboro, and Cookville. Well, Marty, and also trying to get a six-straight state title.
1: If they're able to do that, Marty, uh, again, continuing their sh- streak of trying to tie what they had previously, the longest streak in program history, is seven straight state titles. Alcoa has an opportunity this year to continue on their way to tying that streak again. And uh, with the talent on this field, I could see this group of kids over the next few years breaking that record.
0: Indeed, I can as well. Uh, quickly, before the kick, by Alcoa. I'd like to do another secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee. Social media shout-out going to Terry Tuttle, Danny Spradlin, Dottie, and Bob Kidd. Thanks, guys, for listening in each and every week. I do appreciate y'all very much. A minute 39 left here. Alcoa leading 27-7. And Jeff Foley set the kick once again for Alcoa. He kicks high end-over-end shallow, it'll be fielded at the ten yard line and falling to his knees after making the catch is number ten. Number ten, that's Blackman. And no, number ten is Ed Crutcher. And just as he started going his feet fail him. And it's gonna be ninety yards between the line of scrimmage and any points for the Lions unless they can get within field goal range. They're their kicker did show us that he had a pretty good leg on the extra point, but there's a lot of work to be done by the offense, who've shown little life other than the long pass wow. earlier for a touchdown. <clears throat> and it is Blackman and a pistol. He's got three receivers to the right, now in motion, and they'll go with a jet sweep to number two. That is Kel. No, that's Blackman on the carry, number 11. So the brother hands off to his brother. He picks up about three, and it's out to the 13, so it'll be second down now and seven. So still a lot of work. Clock ticking, a minute nine left. Blackman and a pistol turns. He'll give the ball, fake the ball to Strickland. Now he's going to roll to his left. He's got some room, and quickly that... Closes and what a great play over there by Major Newman. By Major Newman, who just ran him down and then gave him a DDT into the turf. As it's a gain of one, and our court leading 27 to 7. We're under 40 seconds left to go in the first half. It looks like Blackman's content on taking a 20 point deficit into the locker room. Why not? You make a mistake. You take a 27-point into the locker room. We're still 15 points away from mercy rule. Pistol formation. Blackman takes a snap, rolls right, and you could put him in a bag. He's sacked. Back at the 12-yard line, another loss on the play, and there have been multiple losses on a lot of plays by the Lions in this half, and you can just credit the Alcor defensive front for that. Al-Kor is going to take a timeout now. It's fourth down and seven to go, and Alcor takes a timeout with nine seconds, so they're going to make the Lions kick, and we'll see now if they're trying to set up Gray Carroll for a block or if they're going to try to set up a wall uh, on this return here, Heath.
1: Party with 10 seconds on a timeout here. You have to wonder if they're probably trying to get that football and trying to run it back for a touchdown and fill that wall, like you mentioned. So, Falco is special team, something that has continued to improve throughout the season, and Isaiah Bryant being one of the key cogs for that, as he's done a really good job returning this football when his name was called upon.
0: Nine seconds remain, and as I said earlier, Gray Carroll has blocked some punts this year and come very close to
7: several more.
0: And we'll see what is drawn up on special team. And it will be, it looks like, number two to punt. That is Eddins. And back deep for the Tornadoes is Isaiah Bryant at his, or actually the line's 38-yard line. So you get a fair catch and a free kick here, maybe. And there's a the snap. They get it away. It's blocked. It's blocked. And Alcor picks it up and falls on it at the seven. And going to return it, oh, the ball loose, still loose. And oh, that's going to let time expire. And Heath, it would have been a golden opportunity yeah. for Alcoa. No could pick it up and run it in. <laughs> that's where you fall on it and you try to set up a field goal. Uh, but if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. And at the end of one half of play in Red Bank in Chattanooga, it is Alcoa 27 the Lions of Red, ba- Red Bank 7, you're going to take a break now. We're going to take a break now. When we come back, we will have the secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee, halftime report, and the Denzo scoreboard. We'll bring you up to speed on what's happened here, both scoring-wise, statist- statistically, and we'll also bring you the Marable score. They did kick off an hour later than us as they are in central time this, tonight at Oakland High School in Murfreesboro. So we're going to take a three-minute break, and we'll be back with the secret safe place for newborns of Tennessee Halftime Report and the Scoreboard. After this, you're listening to the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville, Game of the Week, back after this.
2: jerome moon would like to thank all the constituents of district 8 in blunt county for their support in the recent election jerome moon will continue to fight for blunt county in nashville for better health care better education and overall pursuit of life jerome moon works tirelessly for the people of his district jerome moon is guided by faith family and freedom again thank you from jerome moon For your support, paid for by the committee to elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer. El Jimidor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040, and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports.
9: We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days. Plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit densocareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer.
1: safe place for Newborn halftime show. I'm Heath Duttle alongside Scott Duttle, certified in Maryville Game of the Week as Alcoa leads Red Bank 27-7 to at the half. A very impressive game so far from Alcoa. Uh, Red Bank put up a really good fight to start, Scott, but Alcoa has started to pull away.
7: Oh yeah, definitely, Heath. Alcoa is having a um, great, especially second quarter for the um, tornadoes. But we're going to take a look real fast here. Just been really interesting, especially. We're going to start here with our host, the Lions from Red Bank. Right now, negative 15 yards on 12 carries. Ugh. Two of three with one interception, passing 33 yards. Uh, total scrimmage plays 15, total offensive yardage 18, 88 yards for all purpose. Basically, uh, that's where all their yardage has come from so far tonight 70 yards in kickoff returns. One passing touchdown, um, and that was from Joseph Blackman. He is two or three again, 33 yards and interception, a sack and a touchdown for the Lions. Joseph Blackman five rushing attempts, so negative seven yards. Um, Lamare Strickland six carries, negative ten yards. He is their main workhorse in the rushing. They are one. He's got one catch for four yards. Kale Edgar eatings i believe it is is one catch 29 yards he has the touchdown for the Lions so far tonight and joshua blackman one carry for 10 yards um pardon me just one second as i was looking back james wright is the kicker he is one of one in extra points they've had the ball for seven minutes and 58 seconds going over to alcoa Alcoa's had a sensation tonight, especially Caden Buckles. But Alcoa, 123 yards rushing, 20 attempts, 15 of 18 passing, no interceptions, 191 total yards in passing there, 38 plays from scrimmage, 314 offensive yards, 334 um, all-purpose yards. That's from a 20-yard run from Ronald Jackson earlier. Alcalla three rushing touchdowns, one passing, four total. Again, Camden Buckles, 18 attempts, 15 completions, 191 yards, no interceptions, no sacks, and one passing touchdown. Jeff Foley, three of four extra points. One the first one tonight was blocked. He's connected on the other three. Alcala's had the ball sixteen minutes and two seconds. Rushing the ball, Camden Buckles, six carries, ten yards and a touchdown. Ahmad Sankey again, the workhorse for Alcoa. 11 carries, 99 yards, two touchdowns, five catches, 30 yards. Camden Burton, one catch, three yards for Alcoa. Braden Anderson, five catches, 96 yards. Ronald Jackson, two catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown for the Tornadoes. Zane Bottom has one rush for six yards as well. Alcoa having a sensational night there. 16 first downs. We have to mention on Red Bank, they have no first down so far tonight. thing that's hurting Alcoa the most, though, which doesn't appear on the scoreboard, but it um, has been something they've struggled with the last few games. One of one in fumbles. They um, had one loss, almost ran back for a touchdown earlier. Alcoa stayed strong, and Red Bank came up empty when they missed the field goal try on that. But four penalties, four 47 yards, for Red Bank penalized four times for. 30 yards, but still something Alcoa needs to work hard to eliminate as they continue
1: to get a lot of penalty yards week after week. If penalties still hurting Alcoa throughout this season, and need to be cleaned up. Scott, uh, a stat that you mentioned a minute ago that really stands out. Red Bank's total yards of offense, 18. Alcoa, 314. That is just wild, and it's, it's wild if you think about it for a full game, but but one half, that's insane.
7: Exactly. And, you know, Red Bank, you know, talking about how they were prepared for Alcoa and playing teams that they felt would get them prepared for a team like Alcoa throughout the season. And that Alcoa coming in to play Red Bank. And you could tell the Lions are not intimidated by the tornadoes. However, they're just not quite yet to that level. Um, but they're close. I mean, I'll, I'll give them a couple more years to continue to grow like they're doing. And uh, and I, you know, this is coming from being here a few years back and seeing them. Um, and they they looked really weak back then. There's a big improvement from when we were here a couple of years ago during the regular season to what we're seeing today. Uh, the, coach for, uh, uh, the coach for the coach, yeah. Yeah, Chris Brown. Brown, that's what I was thinking. Sorry. Uh, but Coach Brown looks like he's done a great job with these guys. And, again, Coach Rankin, as always, has his tornadoes ready to play. So, um, it's just one of those things that you kind of you kind of wake the – I for a different way of saying it, but you wake the lion up. But this time, you kind of smack around the tornado, I guess, and get his attention, and he comes out um,
6: with some –
1: you know, fury a little bit, I guess, for a tornado. Well, I don't, I don't think anybody likes thunderstorms, and that's certainly like, what well, no, has been brewing a, after a comment like comment like that. But here's the thing: you know, Red Bank's a very good football team, undefeated yeah, for a reason. And uh, you know, I think Coach Brown would love to go into those elementary schools and feed uh, a few of those boys, so they end up all like BJ Ragland on the yeah, defensive yeah, line. That defensive line for for Red Bank is is really good. Um, I I think, and kind of, I talked about it. Um, earlier in the in the show is one of the things I was curious to see when this game was a little tighter was the difference in depth between Red Bank and Alcoa and could Red Bank's endurance keep up and nice. I think that's what you're starting to see even in the second quarter is uh, this is a long ball game and it's not just one quarter it's not just two but it's four and you've got a lot of players on this field for Red Bank that are playing both ways are wearing down and it's starting to show as that line that originally was getting stuck every single play and Alco was having trouble running the football, starting to see a few more holes, starting to see it open up a little bit, and that's allowing Sinky, that's allowing Bonham, that's allowing Buckles, that's allowing Harris to get through and make things happen, and just like that one that we saw with Ronald Jackson going to the outside, cutting up the seam. The line is starting to open up some things for our tornadoes as this defensive line is wearing out.
7: Well, yeah, he, and you look at, too, you know, Alcoa goes to Zane Bonham. They can go to Landon Ford. You know, they could go to Jordan Harris. Again, Ahmad Sankey was 11 carries is the workhorse. Uh, for the Lions, it seems that Strickland is their main guy back there, and you haven't really seen too many other players touch the ball other than uh, Strickland or Blackman. So, Alcoa is just key on those two players right there, as long as they keep them in check. But, you know, with um, Alcoa, though, you've got so many different players that can do so many different things at
1: any point in time. You've got to watch more players than just two. Yeah, depth is certainly playing a role, and we're going to continue to see that here in the second half. But right now, we're going to take a two-minute break, and when we return, Scott Dunkle and Trevor go on the headset as Trevor will be giving you a playoff breakdown. We'll be back in just a minute.
5: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
10: 865- 3-8-9-7-4-1-2. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense.
2: A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blount County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blount County a
4: better place for our families. Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to to move Blunt County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Well, it's finally fall and now's
11: the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865 238 7500 and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. All right, and welcome back to
7: the Twin City Certified in Marable Game of the Week as Alcoa leads Red Bank 2727 here in Chattanooga as you're listening to the Secret Safe Place for Newborn Halftime Show. Scott Dunkel along with Trevor Dunkel as we're going to go to Trevor Dunkel here. He's going to bring us the Denso scoreboard. Let us know what's going on
8: elsewhere in the playoffs this Friday night. Thank you, Scott. Um, And as uh, Marty had mentioned earlier, the Maryville game, like almost all the other games, are in central time tonight. Um, the only games that are in Eastern time are, are this game and then the South Doyle and Oak Ridge game. So almost everyone's still in the first quarter, and, and it just gotten started. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of knock them out as we go and try to give an update later on as well. Um, but uh, starting in 6A, you have Maryville and Oakland um, going at it, and that game is actually tied. Uh, still, well, no, actually Oakland just scored. Um. So Oakland is up seven to zero with about six minutes left in the first quarter. Um, so it looks like that that will be a very good and, and close game as we all expected. Um, hopefully, Maribel will will score here soon to try to tie that one up. Um, and then the uh, winner of that game will go on to play in the state championship against the winner of Brentwood and Barlett. Right now, Brentwood is leading seven to zero, still in the first quarter as well. And then moving on to 5A, we have South Doyle. South Doyle and Oak Ridge. Like I mentioned a moment ago, they're also in Eastern time. Um, so they're on the same schedule as us, and it actually just went to half of around the same time that we did, and Oak Ridge is leading that game 7-0. Um, and then the winner of that will go on to play the winner of Summit and Henry County, and that game uh, is scoreless right now, still in the first quarter. And then moving on to 4A, we have Elizabethson taking on Nolansville. Elizabethson leading 7 to 0 right now with about uh, less than seven minutes left in the first quarter. And the winner of that game will move on to play uh, the winner of Lexington and Haywood, um, which that game is also scoreless right now, still in the first quarter. And then moving on to 3A, um, the, the one that we're really paying attention to today is Pearl Cone takes on uh, Mylan, um, And that game is, is close still as well. Uh, Pearl Cone is leading 7-0 in the first quarter. And then, uh, let's see, or we had just had a, an update. I was trying not to miss that one. Uh, but we'll move on to Tsu-A. Um Looks like Mex County is taking on Tresdale. That game is also currently scoreless. Um, and they are still in the first quarter. And then the winner of that will go on to play the winner of Waverly and Peabody. And Peabody is leading 14-0 to with less than seven minutes left in the first quarter. And then uh, 1A, South Pittsburgh is leading Coalfield right now 14-0 to in the first. And uh, they will go on to, or one of those teams will go on to play um, either Fayetteville or Lake County. And it looks like Fayetteville just scored a couple of touchdowns. A moment ago it was zero all, but now it's 14-0 to zero as Fayetteville is leading in the first. So, um, like I mentioned, almost everyone's in the first quarter. Very close game so far, so uh, still a lot to, to play, and, and we'll see what happens later tonight.
7: All right, very good. Thank you very much, Trevor. We appreciate well, getting that update, knowing where and what is going on here in Fayetteville. Tennessee NDT SSLA playoffs as each team is working their way to the championship game for next week as well. you have another update?
8: Well, not an update. Um, I did want to go ahead and uh, give the uh, Trevor's Tornado trivia real quick before we we came back from from half. Um, So,
6: um,
8: as always, this will be posted on Facebook and Twitter. I'm um, in the first one to uh, respond on either social media with the correct answer. Uh, we'll, um, we'll win a $10 Windy City Grill gift card. So, the question this week is Alcoa has shown complete dominance against Chattanooga area teams. The last time a Chattanooga area team beat Alcoa was in 1995. What team was this? So, thank you, Scott. Uh,
7: I'll let you take it from here. All right. Thank you very much, Trevor. Just kind of looking over some of our notes from earlier. Uh, just looking at the power rankings for the state of Tennessee going in to tonight. Um, Marty and Heath probably talked about this a little earlier, but Oakland number one, Maryville two, Alcoa three. As you look at some of these schools in here, uh, i trying to look. Pearl Cone is 13, Oak Ridge 14, and uh, South Dole actually 17, so you know that's a Pretty good game going there in Oak Ridge tonight, as well as they are taking on Clark Duncan, South Doyle, Cherokees tonight. Uh, Again, your score here at Red Bank is Alcoa 27, Red Bank 7, um, getting ready as the teams are getting loose again. So we should be getting started with the second half shortly. We're going to take about a two- to three-minute break, and we come back. We will have Marty back here with Hayes getting ready to give you the second half. Again, as Coat leads Red Bank 27-7, you are listening to the Secret Safe Place for Newborns Halftime Show. Trevor has brought you the Denso Scoreboard, and you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We will be right back shortly.
3: WKVL 850 AM Mariville and WKVL 100.9 FM Maryville. Yep, it's that
13: time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Marable be the choice. Over 600 pre owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600 or click twincitycertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel.
14: Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram.
2: We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community, serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blunt County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet.
3: Your smile, it's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, What we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho.
2: would like to thank all the constituents of District 8 in Blount County for their support in the recent election. Jerome Moon will continue to fight for Blount County in Nashville for better health care, better education, and overall pursuit of life. Jerome Moon works tirelessly for the people of his district. Jerome Moon is guided by faith, family, and freedom. Again, thank you from Jerome Moon for your support. Paid for by the Committee to Elect Jerome Moon, Steve West, Treasurer.
0: there's the kick to start the second half. It is fielded by Blackman at the 15. He turns upfield, breaks the tackle at the 25 and is able to scoot out to the 30. The ball comes loose. Alcoa says they have it, but I think the officials have blown it down. And Cannon did come up with football for Alcoa, but it was blown dead. His momentum stopped and knee had hit the ground, and it'll be first and 10 now for for the Lions as they – Start the second half with 11:52 remaining. They trail out of the gates, 27 to seven. And in Oakland or Murfreesboro tonight, Oakland with an impressive first drive to take the lead early on the Red Rebels, seven to nothing. Pistol formation. The give is to Strickland, and he's hit at the line of scrimmage. I think he falls forward for about a yard, and that'll be it. With 11:45 left to go, 27 to seven. Alcoa still, and second down now and nine for Red Bank. And it will be Red Bank and a pistol. They're going to move their wing from the left to the right, turn and give it to Strickland, off tackle to the right. He's got some yardage, and he stutter steps, and then he gets blistered as he gets out to about the 38-yard line. And making the hit was number Nine. 98. That was the man that just became available last week, and he John just Williams. took here the me. head off of the running back tie, running back Strickland, and it'll be third down and one now. A nice run, though, by Red Bank. Now, of course, showing a blitz or a run blitz at least here, man on coverage. And they're going to give the ball to Strickland. He's going to get away. There was a hold on Burden. They're going to call it as Strickland gets past midfield and into Alcor territory. Tackled at the 42, but this will come back. And Oregon over Washington State now on your Denzo scoreboard. 14-10. to 10. That's compliments of Brad Roberts. Oh, uh, Oakland just got the ball again, drove it down to the Maryville three, went for it on fourth and one. The Maryville defense stood tall and turned it over on downs. So Red Bank threatened to score and go up 14 to nothing. Maryville defense stopped them at the th- at their three-yard line, and <clears throat> Maryville looking to try to answer the first score as they trail seven to nothing there in Murfreesboro. It is going to be third down now and 15, and it's thrown back. Picked off. Just a good play by the Alcoy defensive line. That is Braxton Ballman. He is a finalist for the Scholar Athlete. And uh, just a good read that time by that young man, and he picks it off, and Alcoy is in business at the Red Bank 26-yard line. Yeah, Marty, Braxton Ballman. A great
1: athlete, as you see with the interception there, but also an even better student. As you mentioned a moment ago, you can go to the Great American Rivalry Series and vote online up until December the 14th. You can vote daily for the Scholar-Athlete. Right now, the top 25 scholars in the nation that are elected by vote will be able, Marty, not only to receive additional scholarships, but also recognition of the Great American Rivalry Series and the Pro Football Hall of Fame.
0: Incredible, and good luck, Mr. Bauman. Crossbuck give goes to Bonham, and Bonham will take it down to the 20-yard line. He'll pick up about six on first down, and it'll be second down and four with nine and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. court leading 27-7 to with the football, and now in the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone. Shotgun for Buckles. He gives the give this time to Harris, who makes the first man miss and slides down to about the 10. So he'll pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down and we'll move the ball deeper into the Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone at the 11. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville on 411 south game of the week. Now once again owning it. 27 to 7 and they're knocking on the door once again. <clears throat> two receivers right, one left, two backs. It will be Sankey with the give, he'll go, get down to about the 5 as he follows the lead block from Zane Bonham. And it'll be about four yards shy of a first down, so six yards on the carry from Sankey. Good job by Brendan Picora,
1: The left guard there, too, opening up that hole.
0: Sankey gets it.
1: Off tackle,
0: left, into the end zone, or as we call it, the rectangular scoring box, whatever you want to call it. Anyways... It is a touchdown, Tornadoes, brought to you by Everding Orthodontics. And now it is Jet Foley on to kick with Heaton to hold to add to the lead, which now stands at 33-7 to with 827 left to go in the third. There's a snap, the set, the kick, doing. And with 8:27, Alcoa now extends their lead to 34 to seven, and they will be set to kick after we take this 30-second break. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Mariville game of the week. Back after this.
2: El Hemedor Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimidor Mexican Grill located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blount County Sports.
0: where the Tornadoes have just extended their lead to 34-7 over the Lions. And it is Jet Foley set to kick, and back deep is Blackman and I think Strickland. The kick is low, end over end, fielded by, I think that is Strickland. It is, and he'll return it to about the 25-yard line. It is a return of about a little over ten yards, eight twenty left to go in the third quarter. Alcoa leads by twenty-seven at thirty-four to
12: seven.
0: And Red Bank, uh, that wanted to see how they measured up, they're finding out. They've got some. He, they've got some good players. They just don't have the weapons that Alcoa does offensively.
1: Yeah, having trouble keeping up, Marty, and just having trouble staying competitive with Alcoa as this Tornado team is just wearing Red Bank down. At this time, they run the football to the right side
6: and a couple
1: yards at times up the middle by Strickland. Will he go? Looks like they're going to give him a round. I'd say two. He'll bring up second down. Thank you,
0: everybody that is joining in streaming tonight. We heard our numbers are way up. And we'd like to thank Red Bank and everybody that was uh, using other options. Welcome to the uh, Twin Cities Certified in Maryville game of the week. 34-7 to Alcoa, and it's Red Bank in a shotgun. Turn, they give the ball to Strickland, and he tries to find the gap at the line of scrimmage. Can't. He'll fall forward and try to get back to the line of scrimmage, and it'll set up third down. And eight after a loss of one. And I've just got another text where Oakland has just taken a 14 to nothing lead over the Red Rebels.
1: Marty, a scoreboard update of interest for us. Pearl Cone is leading Milan 13 to zero in the first quarter.
0: What is it? Pearl Cone leads leads Milan? Yeah, Pearl Cone leads Milan
1: 13 to (laughs) zero.
0: Pistol formation for Chattanooga Red Bank. Turn. He fakes the strictly. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw, and just over the outstretched hand of the intended receiver, which is, that's number two. That is Edel, Adil. And he hurt his ankle there, and he's not moving. He's going to hop over to the, the bench, and ouch. Boy, he looks like his, his leg's just not pointed in the right direction. And that is Eddins and it will be fourth and 8 and time to punt for the lions 651 left to go in the third 34 to 7 in favor of the tornadoes and back deep for alcoa will be Isaiah Bryant and Cam Burden it's going to be kicked to and fair caught by Burden at his own 49 yard line so alcoa with Excellent field position to start this next drive.
1: If Alcoa can continue their dominance as they lead 34-7 to with 6.44 remaining in the third. As we mentioned earlier in this ball game, Zach Lunsford, uh, the other quarterback who has been rotating in and out of the ballgame with Buckles last week, is injured this week, so it has been completely Caden Buckles. And for his second start of his varsity career at Alcoa, he became eligible last week. It's been quite impressive. A trick play by Alcoa this time to Ronald Jackson around the end. Ronald Jackson's got room to run. First down and more. Another good block by Sutter. Ronald, Tank, Jackson, meet. Almost at the end zone. They're going to say, Marty, he was out at the round, the two-yard line. It looked like that young man was about to meet Pater, but they will say the. The linebacker knocked him out right before it, but a nice trick play. They turned, they faked the screen pass to the right to Sankey, coming around the other side was Jackson, and he just handed it right off to him, and he was off to the races. An incredible run by the senior wide receiver.
0: That's a good play, call and a good diagram of that play by Sweetland, the offensive coordinator for Alcoa. And thanks for picking up there, Heath. I've been getting a lot of uh, text, uh, and my buddy, Um in middle Tennessee. I'll get back to you on the on that. Ernie Roddings has been giving us the updates. And the give is to Elijah Cannon and Cannon into the scoring rectangle for another six points for Alcoa in a 40 to 7 lead. We're 2 points away from mercy room. Well, Marty,
1: it looks like they're going to go for two, um, but before they do, they take a timeout. That's a Loy's. Lawn Care timeout, and we'll take one with them. Six twenty-six remains here in the second quarter. Alcoa forty, Red Bank seven. We'll be right back.
9: We all want our loved ones to be safe. Denso in Maryville is at the forefront of creating technology for safer vehicles while keeping their employees safe with social distancing, face coverings, thermal screenings, and more. Join the exciting automotive market with Denso in a fast, challenging, clean, and safe environment. Starting hourly pay is more than $14 with an increase to more than $15 after 90 days. Plus 401k, paid holidays, and vacation. Start your future now. Visit DensoCareers.com slash production to apply. Equal opportunity employer.
0: At Red Bank High School, and uh, people that are listening in that that saw my uh, video before the game, the game will be in Cookville next week, not Murfreesboro, so I do apologize about that. I misspoke. Won't be the first time, and it won't be the last, or it wasn't the first time, and it won't be the last. al Cool going for two, and they have it. And I said we're two points away from Murphy's um, <laughs> mercy rule. Coach Rankin must have heard me. The catch made by I believe that Harris was that number number nine or was that Landon number three? Ford the one who caught it. Ford number three made the catch, and it's forty-two to seven. Start the start the clock. We're in mercy rule, Marty. We're going to stop taking you out to eat before the game. I know. It just <laughs> I, I need hold on. I know the problem. I need to take another swig there of you, spark. There you go. I uh, was just talking to, to Coach Jones, and, and uh, to hear at halftime just drained my mind mentally. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good time catching up with them at halftime uh, down outside of the press box, and, and great guys. Uh, love seeing them each and every week.
1: Marty, you have to imagine this was something that the Lions of Red Bank High School were not expecting to see. As you mentioned it a moment ago, with that last score and two-point conversion, they're down 35 points. The Alcoa Tornadoes' anniversary roll is now in effect with 626 remaining in the third quarter. If you're Red Bank, you have got to score quickly. If you have any yeah. hopes whatsoever of getting back in the stand
0: Unless they run this kickback, their offense is not set up to score quickly. Yeah. Um, just from what I've seen tonight, I know they score 41 points a game. But it's got to be off of long runs, and they're not going to get it against Alcoa. They're not going to give up big big plays. They may give up chunk plays, but they're not going to give up the big play. As it is, Strickland receives a short kick, returns it out past the 35, out to the 38. Man, Alcoa's hitting hard on every play, including the kickoff. As you can just hear the po- the pads popping right there. And at the 38-yard line is where the Lions will start off this possession. With 6.05, and the clock is now running. And that honestly, Heath, is probably a good thing for Chattanooga Red Bank.
1: Well, Marty, they're hoping that they can get something going here as they're looking over towards their coach. And one thing that won't help is they did not have everyone on the field as they were missing a player. And Marty now looks like, in order uh-huh. to create it and to save some time, they had to take a timeout in Burlund. Certainly, something for them. You didn't want to do this early in the second half.
0: No, and once again, special thanks to my eyes in Murfreesboro at the oakland Maribel game. Ernie Riddings, an old middle school and high school buddy of mine, also retired from the army. Thank you for your service, sir. Appreciate you. And um, he's the one that's been giving us the scores, and still currently fourteen to nothing on the Denzel scoreboard. Sending some love to the Rebels. And to our other crew there of Wayne Kaiser and crew there in Oakland, bringing you the play-by-play from Maryville. They're on our sister station, WGAP. That's 1400 AM and 105.9 FM or WGAP.com. So it is now Red Bank ready for the snap in motion. Right to left goes the wing and the quarterback will turn and give to Strickland at the 35. He's got some good moves, and he darts out past the 40 and out of bounds at the 46. But, you know, he those, those five and six yards, Alcoa will let them have them the rest of the game if they want them. Although, we don't want them to score again because it would mess up the mercy rule.
1: That's very true. Marty we still is. got a
0: two-hour drive back.
1: Looks like Elijah uh, of Cannon coming off the field for Alcoa and inserting... And on defense is Derek Foster. So now second and eight for the Tornadoes or for Red Bank, excuse me.
0: And the give is, once again, to Strickland, a big hole, nice, nice hole up inside the fumble. And it will oh. be Red Bank falling on it at the 41. So they'll gain about five yards on the fumble. And they'll be into Alcoa territory. <clears throat> and uh, it'll be a first down at that point for Red Bank. And he says, I look down there, there's not a lot of starters there defensively for Alcoa. None, except, I see Summerall. Is he? Summerall plays a little bit first team, but there's not any starters left on the defensive side for Alcoa. And to give us Strickland once again, but he's popped and dropped at the line of scrimmage. No gain for Red Bank.
1: No gain on the play. But there. No gain on the play. It's going to be second and ten now for the Lions. 406 remains and counting off the clock as we are in mercy Roll here in the third quarter. 42-7, Alcoa leads. Pistol formation
0: is Blackman and behind him Lumiere Strickland. And it will be a new back in the game now. It's going to be Maybe. Crutcher. Yep, add Crutcher. And it's gonna be a quarterback draw and he almost dropped the ball he was able to go down before he loses it. He stretches it forward. He'll get to the forty one, which will be a gain of about two. Maybe one, just depending on you know how much they lost, if you want to call the, the first play a loss. But anyway, it'll be third down and nine with now three and a half minutes left to go in the third quarter. Alcoh leads forty two to seven. Now, Alcor cool. is going to be a handful for anybody that awaits them next week in Cookville. And I need to really follow up with a big shout out here as it's going to be a give to that's Cutcher into the game now. He's going to pick up a first down as he goes on a sweet. Now, Lamir Jackson back in the game, and he'll take it inside the 30 down to the 28.
12: And you hear
0: it on the loudspeaker, it was a first down red bank. And uh, 240 in counting as we're in mercy rule. And it will be a shotgun. Once again same formation. They haven't really changed their formation. Still three receivers, a wing and a running back for And they're going to do a little motion and give it back on the jet sweep, the man in motion, going the other way. He might pick up a yard, and he'll be tackled at the 27. So, as we said, Heath, this offense is really not set up for, you know, to play catch up.
1: Yeah, they're not, Marty. A lot of running the football, and not much doing that time as they try to give it to number five, Jamari Jackson. And Jackson going not very far as now we've got a minute 50 left to go here in the third
0: quarter. It's second and nine. And it will be a give to Strickland. He's past the line of scrimmage and inside the 20 down to about the 18. He's going to be really close to a first down. I think they're going to mark him down at the 20. That's going to be two yards shy of a first down. So it's going to be, it looks like, third and two on the next snap.
1: here's the thing, Marty. I mean, they're starting to move the football some and and get some good yardage, but they're doing it against some of these backup players for Alcoa as Alcoa started to rotate some of their second-tier players on defense.
0: Yes, Dean, it's Pistol. It's going to be a give to Strickland again. He's going to try the left side. He's going to be hemmed in and dropped at the 20 for no gain. That'll turn it over on downs. And big number 98, once again, the transfer that became eligible last week. From Oak Ridge, makes the stop. Now it's going to be fourth and two. The scoreboard was wrong a minute ago, so I beg your pardon. It is fourth and two now after no gain, and it will be Red Bank. Same formation, probably the same play. And they're trying to draw Alcoa off sides. Now the quarterback, Blackman, will look over to the sideline for the audible. And actually, Heath, I think they were just trying to draw alcohol off sides, and I think they're just going to try to run the clock down. To end the quarter, or no, they snap it. They give it. Oh, wow. yeah They give it to Strickland, and he's just buried by big number 55, 56. No, that is
8: 56, the
1: freshman, Braden Cornette. He's a young man. A couple weeks ago, I think it was the Kingston game, maybe yes. the week before. He, a couple times late in that ball game, just came out of nowhere like a bullet and was taking down players left and right. He is a really good, talented young man. Marty, I believe. Um, trying to think, I think he is the cousin of Kane Birchfield um, and I believe I found that out a couple weeks ago from, his, from Mr. Birchfield's father I think he was telling me that's uh, one of their cousins and so he's a very talented player, obviously it runs in the family as they've got a lot of really good players in that family but coordinate with a big time tackle, turnover on downs and now tornado football as we are getting ready to start the fourth quarter here in just a minute
0: yeah, let's uh, stay here. I'll give you a little secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee. Social media shout-outs. Let's go to the list. Jared Gargas listening in from Alabama, an old work buddy of mine. Jared, I hope you're going, uh, things are going well. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Kim Radford, Mickey Roberts, uh, Fitz Henry, uh, Debbie Puckett, Mark Dockery, uh, my old workmate and former boss at WBR, Chris Castile has Cable, Melissa Bennett, Stan Merle, Lauren Kerbo, that used to be part of the team. She's welcome back anytime. Missy McCoy, my buddy from Franklin, Tennessee, William Alexander, Tim Wirtz, Carol Wigston, Morton, Greg Hayes, Connie Wilson, Ken Van Luben listening in from California, Shotgun Alcoa. The give is to, it looks like Sankey, but I don't think he'll still be in there. And it is Zach Lunsford, end of the game now. I don't look for him to do much throwing. He's got an injured shoulder. I don't think they want him tackled, uh, you know, just to protect that shoulder. And then uh, back to James Rayner, Phil McGill. Uh, James Rayner might add that has the right spot over on Right Road. Good place to eat. Chad Cunningham, Kathy Small-Morgan, Pat Webb, my buddy from Tuscaloosa, George Hodgidakis. Shotgun, Lunsford, two receivers. He will throw. He throws out to number 19, that is Jamon, Jamal Williams. It's incomplete, just too high, and it'll be third down now and 10 for the Tornadoes at their 25-yard line. Marty, I've got some Dinto scoreboard updates. Uh, Pearlcon, Pearl excuse me, in Milan, knotted up at
1: 13. Mylan storming back, and mariville now down 21-0. to uh,
0: Doesn't look pretty there. No, Michelle Ritchie, more shout-outs. Mark Anthony, Aaron, Aaron Eastap. The give is to uh, a back, off tackle to the left. It'll be a gain of two. I'm trying to get that young man. I think it's Eddie Salter. And he'll be brought down after a gain of two and it'll be fourth down and Alcoa will punt. No, Ford was in the game at running back and he will be he'll be stopped and it'll be fourth down and punting now. And that's not Braden Anderson either punting, I don't think. Is that Jeff Foley punting? I, I think it is Riley Heaton. Good call, Tim. Good to have you a part of the crew tonight. <laughs>
1: Marty, you might—he might be your binoculars having a TV screen. Right. I just—I
0: couldn't tell. I couldn't but tell it, to zoom in. It was an educated <laughs> guess too, which I didn't take, and it, because he is 16, I knew it wasn't Braylon. And it is Heaton on the kick. And he's one heck of a baseball player. And we've got a stoppage in play again. So back to the. Shout-outs, Gary Dunlap, Jr., Chris Coley, Jacob Latham, Donnie Rawls, Donna Duckett, Jamie Lunsford, love her and Cliff, Tony Clark, James Garner, Connie Guttridge, Janet Parks, Ben Carnes, my wife Christy, and my son Adam McClanahan. And we also got some more Donna Duckett, my cousin Lisa Hout, Nagy, and the snapback, the kick away. It's high. It's a wobbler. It's going to be short. It's going to hit out of bounds at about the 44, depending where they're probably going to mark it out about that point, and they will at the 45. So that's where the Lions will take over with nine minutes remaining in the game. And back to some more shout outs Mark Reynolds, my buddy Ruthie Williams, Janet Pearson. Robin R. Croft, an old classmate of mine, Lance Coleman, Mark Thomas Smith, Yolanda Jansman, and she works with Stefan at Blunt Press Row. They do an outstanding job. If you want great coverage of Blunt County sports, it is bluntpressrow.com to give us to Strickland. He goes up the middle for about five yards to the 40. And Lemire Strickland picks up about five. It'll be second down to five on the next snap, and the Lions are in no hurry. I think they've capped out, Heath. Yeah, I think they have, too, Marty. Marty, I'd also like to give a couple more social media
1: shout-outs to some of my friends tuning in tonight. Doreen Burnett-Harless and Tanya Jarman. Marty, both of them work in the concession stand in Alcoa High School each and every week. Um, they had the opportunity to tune in to the ball game tonight, and uh, everything's coming in crystal clear, and we really want to thank both of them for tuning in, and we appreciate their support. And obviously, I'd like to thank Adrienne Harrell for being up here and doing all the hard work of helping us out as well, and her support certainly means everything, so we appreciate
0: that. And on the snap, the ball was dropped by the quarterback, Blackman, and picked up by the Tornadoes and tackled at the 47, so it will be Alcoa Ball. Clock's still running with 7.30. And, indeed, the lines have tapped out. First and ten for Alcoa. Some more shout-outs real quickly to Steve Stout, Mike Kilgore, Coach Earl McMahon, Coach Rick Howard, uh, and uh, I know that uh, Heritage had a basketball tournament tonight. Good luck to the Lady Mountaineers. And also Jeremy Gaby and others. It's Harris with the ball. He takes it in into Lion territory and be tackled at the 49. Actually, I believe that was number six, Eddie Salter on the carry. You are, you are correct. Yes, sir. And 650 remaining, Alcoa second and six at the Lions 49-yard line. Also, a very special shout-out to our sponsor, uh, main sponsor, and that is Tom Hodge and also Riley Trapp there at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Riley and Tom, both great people. Riley runs it there. Uh, go say hello to him. The give is to number 25, that's Tariq Foster, and his oh. progress. Oh, that was late and dirty. But, anyways, he's helped up by the man that made the tackle. Good sportsmanship there. Not really dirty, but it was, uh, it was hard. And he'll, mark, he'll be marked dead at the 45. The ball will be. It'll be third down and two. And also, shout-out to Susan Stout. I almost forgot her. She's the pre-one there at 14.07 Anderson. 5.50 and counting, 42-7 to Alcoa. They will play next week on Friday in Cookville. The give is to Eddie Salter. He tries the left side still on his feet.
6: Good run. Inside
0: the 40, indeed, he, and down to the 38-yard line. It'll be a Dwight Price Realty executive first down, and there's going to be a flag thrown late, and I wonder if there's some taunting there, and that will not make Coach Rankin happy if there, if there is. No, it's going to be a unsportsmanlike conduct against the Lions. And that'll cost him 15 more yards, and the young man that has called for the infraction will have to visit with his coach right now. He's what? what's up with that young man? He greets him, gives him a little hug, kind of uh, asks him what happened, and uh, tells him to go have a seat. But regardless, 42-7 to Alcoa, four minutes and 45 seconds, clock running, first and 10 Alcoa with the ball at the 25-yard line of the Lions. Shotgun Lunsford. Two backs, one on each hip, two receivers left, one right. They move right to left on your listing device. Crossbuck. Give is to, I believe that's Foster. a new back, and that's Foster. Dariq will take it down to the 21-yard line where he's tackled. Got another flag. And there's another flag. It's probably going to be a hold. Yep. It will be against one of the backup linemen. And, and Heath, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you this. To be the backup line, those guys are pretty good, pretty good size certainly
1: are, Marty, doing a good job overall. And uh, Salter and Foster doing a good job as well in the backfield. Um, but that holding penalty will move them in the wrong direction. Um, it is going to take them about 15 yards further back. So it's now
0: going to be first and 25. And the last uh, Oakland scored with 337 left in the, in the second quarter. And uh, they're really putting it to the Red Rebels right now. Let's hope Maribel can, can make a stand here and, and get back in that one. Lunsford in a shotgun, two backs, one on each hip, and three receivers to the right, one to the left. The give is the Salter. Salter gets to the left where it's pinched off for him, and he'll turn it upfield after he rounds the corner. He's inside the 30, inside the 25, ushered out of bounds at the 22, so a nice run that time by Eddie Salter. Another flag on the field, Marty. Mm. I think they're going to call a hold over there. No wonder that uh, that corner was pinched off. There was a hold.
4: Well,
1: that's going to move Alcoa. The, uh, the, the, uh, the spot foul. That's now going to be second, and I believe. Down.
0: Country 28 now. Yeah, that's a few yards. It doesn't matter. I don't think it's going to change the play calling much. Alcoa, I believe, can still run out the clock on three more plays or get very close to before turning over on down. So I don't think you'll see the ball go in the air right here. Once for the he gives the ball off to, that is, Salter, who takes it right up the middle. He'll get inside the 40, and that'll be about it. And... And the next snap will be well under two minutes. And it's going to be second down and probably about 25. Actually, they're at the 40. they got to go to the 15th to 25. I was correct. Two minutes exactly left now. And I don't think they have to snap the ball for another 20 seconds or so. So now the play just being sent in. And I believe that's a new running back in the game. That's number 33, that's Jules. Yep. He is a freshman, too, 5'7", a buck 45, soaking wet and wearing boots. Shotgun, Lunsford. And he'll give to Foster, who unable to get back to the line of scrimmage, and he, he's DDT'd at the 41. It'll be a loss of a yard, so it'll be – and he's slow getting up after that tackle. And it'll be third down and 26 now with just over a minute left to go.
12: <clears throat>
0: I really don't think Alcoa will throw it right here either. They could snap it with well under a minute left to go. And then they can turn it over on downs if they want to or they can punt. I think they can run out the clock right here. On two more plays, they can basically run out the clock. They make the snap here and run some time off the clock, and they don't have to worry about doing it again. And it's going to be lunch for rolling, rolling, throws, and the clock stops. I don't know why you don't run it right there and just, well, the clock doesn't stop anyways because we're in mercy rule. I should have known that, right? <laughs> and uh, regardless, Alcor will not have to snap it again to punt. So that's going to be it. Alco is going to be victorious here in Chattanooga at Red Bank High School, where they will win 42-7, and they will march on to Cookville next week to take on either the winner of Milan or Pearl Cone. That game is close, and we'll find out who awaits us later on. Be sure and tune in as we now have zero seconds left on the clock. This one's final. Alcoa, 42-7 victors over the lines of Red Bank. And now they move on and move ever so much closer to that 19th state title and fifth in a row. Heath, my goodness, what an exciting game here. What a good turn of events. And Alcoa showed up and showed up big time tonight against this very talented Red Bank squad.
1: Well, Marty. Alcoa now with the chance to move on, and they will be moving on, to their 21st state title appearance and program history, a chance to win number 19. And also, Marty, congratulations to Coach Gary Rankin, who picks up his 200th
0: victory at Alcoa High School tonight. And we're going to take a three-minute break. When we come back, we will have the secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee, post-game show and the Denzel scoreboard. Hey, go if, you, if you're my friend on Facebook, I've got a, uh, a fundraiser for Secret Safe Place. Uh, one of the lawmakers in Nashville changed the law from a three-day turn-in to 14-day. We've had to get rid of all of our literature, all of our PSAs, all of our training videos, everything that we've, we've accumulated or done for the past 20 years uh has been eradicated or done done away with because of this law change and we have to come up with money uh for new material, new commercials, new PSAs, new online advertising to make sure we still reach the women of Tennessee that are in need of making a very difficult decision in their life. So if you could go to my page and donate a dollar, two dollars, whatever you can, um I would, I would really appreciate it. So in three minutes, we'll be back with the secret safe place for newborns in Tennessee postgame show on the Denzo scoreboard right after this. This is Marty Miltapp. I'll see you next week.
5: If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888 SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price.
10: 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Folks,
11: do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325.
5: Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover.
2: A message from State Representative Bob Ramsey. Thank you, Blount County, for your votes that are allowing me to serve as your state representative to the Tennessee General Assembly. I'm looking forward to hearing from you as we continue to advocate legislation making Blount County a better place for our families.
4: Hi, I'm Bob Ramsey. I thank you and appreciate your support as we continue to move Blount County forward. Paid for by the committee to elect Bob Ramsey State Representative, Bob Ramsey Treasurer. I'm Bob Ramsey and I approve this message. Yep, it's that time in East
13: Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Marable be the choice. Over 600 pre owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865 980 2600 or click twincitycertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel
2: we are windy city grill and we brought Town taste to the 865 chicago style food and a fun atmosphere windy city grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings burgers pizza and more Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville.
1: Listen to the Twin City Certified and Maribel game of the week and the Secret Safe Place for Newborns post game show. I'm Eat Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel as the Alcoa Tornadoes defeat the Lions of Red Bank High School 42 27. A very impressive night for Alcoa. Game that started off pretty close and Red Bank putting up a very good fight. Red Bank just not enough left in the tank and Alcoa able to start to pull away and they did so. To a resounding forty-two to seven victory. Nice night for Alcoa tonight, Scott.
7: Oh yeah, definitely, Heath, and a great way to kind of send the message out for next week, as Alcoa says, we are ready to play. And uh, being able to pull out this victory tonight over Red Bank. Uh, taking a look at Red Bank tonight, they had thirty yards rushing on twenty-seven attempts, two of five in passing, two interceptions, thirty-three yards, thirty-two plays from scrimmage. 63 offensive scrimmage yards, 148 all-purpose, one passing touchdown tonight. Uh, that coming in the second quarter when Alcoa was up 13-0, that brought it to 13-7, and then Alcoa took it from there. Uh, Red Bank was able to get two first downs the entire game tonight, Heath. Uh, Joseph Blackman led uh, Red Bank tonight in passing to a 533 yards Two interceptions, sacked once, one touchdown. James Wright was one-on-one one in extra points for the Lions tonight. Joseph Blackman rushing, seven attempts, negative 13 yards. A.D. Crutcher, four carries, 15 yards. Um, Lamari Strickland, 14 carries, 25 yards, one catch, four, four yards. Kale Eatings, and I apologize if I messed that name up, one carry tw- or one catch, 29 yards and a touchdown. It was a good catch there in the second quarter, fought off two Alcoa defenders for that one. Jamari Jackson, one carry for four yard or one yard tonight. Joseph Blackman, one carry for two yards for the Lions again. 27 rushing attempts, 30 yards for the Lions. No touchdowns, two catches, 33 receiving yards and a touchdown from there. One fumble. Um, Actually, it was two uh, fumbles, both lost by the Lions tonight. Looking back at Alcoa, 222 rushing yards on 33 attempts, 15 and 19 passing, no interceptions, 191 yards for the Tornadoes. Basically, that's about what we had at halftime. Alcoa did not connect at all in the second half. Uh, 52 plays from scrimmage, 413 offensive scrimmage yards, 433 all-purpose yards. That was a 20-yard run from Ronald Jackson early in the second quarter. Five rushing TDs, one passing. Alcoa again, Zach Lunsford, one uh, one attempt, no completions. kimden Burden, 18 passes for so 15 or uh, 15, com- 18 attempts, 15 completions, 191 yards one touchdown for Caden Buckles. I'm sorry, it was not Camden Burden, but Caden Buckles. Um, Jack Foley, four or five an extra points. Alcoa did convert one two-point conversion. Caden Buckles, six carries, 10 yards and a touchdown. Ahmad Sankey, 13 carries,
12: 110
7: yards, three touchdowns, five catches for 30 yards. Camden Burden, one catch for three yards for the Tornadoes tonight. Ronald Jackson, one rush, 49 yards, two catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Ahmad or Eddie Salter, five, rushes, 20 yards. Elijah Cannon, one carry for two yards, resulted in a touchdown for Cannon. Jordan Harris, three carries, 17 yards. Dariq Foster, a carry, and no, um, no yards on that one. Zane Bonham, two carries, 12 yards for the Tornadoes. Landon Ford, one carry, two yards, two catches, 12 yards for the Tornadoes. Tonight again, Alcoa, 33 rushing attempts, 222 rushing yards, five rushing touchdowns, 15 catches, 191 yards, one receiving touchdown. Alcoa did fumble the ball once and lost that. So Alcoa had the ball for 27 minutes and 56 seconds. Again, Alcoa did convert a two-point conversion. Scoring first quarter, Alcoa 13, Red Bank 0. Second quarter, Red Bank 7, Alcoa 14. Third quarter, Alcoa
12: um,
7: had 15 on that as well, and six in the fourth quarter. So it looks like I'll need to correct that little error right there. But anyway, Alcoa still wins the game tonight. So we will be going over to Trevor here in just a second while he's getting everything ready. Why don't we take a one minute break and we'll okay, Trevor's saying he looks like he's ready. So let's go to Trevor. <laughs> he's gonna give us the Denzo
8: scoreboard. And Trevor, it's all yours. What's going on? Thank you, Scott. Sorry for that confusion, but we'll we'll dive right into it. Um Definitely helpful that uh, a lot of these scores are at the half. Again, majority of the teams are playing either, uh, or they are playing in uh, central time as, as most of these games are in either uh, uh, Middle Tennessee or West Tennessee. The uh, only couple or two games this game and the South oil uh, Oak Ridge games are in eastern time today. Um, so starting out in 6A, uh, local um, team Mariville taking on Oakland tonight and not looking good for uh, Maryville so far, as at the half, Oakland is leading 21-0. to But like I've been saying all season with, with Maryville is they tend to play harder in the second half than they do the first. We, we definitely saw that when we played them earlier in the season, so I'm waiting to see if they're able to make a comeback in the second half. Um, but then moving down uh, in 6A um, is Brentwood and Bartlett right now at the half brentwood is leading 21 to 6 so they're running away with that game as well and again that's at halftime but moving on to 5a and this is a game i'm trying to keep up with is it's getting down to the last minutes of the game but looks like okridge will be pulling this one out as they are leading south oil 14 to zero with about three and a half minutes left so now south oil can uh um, pull off some miracles. It looks like Oak Ridge will be heading to the state championship this year. Um, and then whoever will win that will, will go on to take the winner of Summit and Henry County. Um, they are still tied earlier. It was, it was zero all. Now it's 7-7 and that is at the half. So that is a very close game there. Um, and then moving on to 4A, we have Elizabethton taking on Nolensville um elizabethson having a very great season as as they went into the playoffs 10 and 0 and then have just rolled through almost every opponent on their way um in the playoffs so they're leading right now 28 to 7 at the half so it looks like they may win this game as well and go to the state championship to take on the winner of lexington haywood which is also a very close game as it is tied seven all at the half and then moving on to 3a the game or the game that we're really paying attention to tonight as Pearl Cone takes on Milan. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, Pearl Cone took uh, the lead very quickly. They had scored back-to-back touchdowns and they were leading 13 to zero. But going into the second quarter, Milan has has taken over. It is currently 13 to 20 at the half. Milan leading that one, but still a whole second half um, left to See what will happen there. And then moving on to the uh, 2A, we have Meigs County taking on Trousdale. Uh, Meigs County leading that 10-0 to at the half. Um, and then they'll uh, go on to take the winner uh, Peabody and Waverly. Waverly leading 14-7 to at the half. However, Waverly scored a touchdown right before the half. So we'll see how that, that turns out as well. And then moving on to 1A, uh, you have Coalfield taking on South Pittsburgh, but even though Coalfield has had a phenomenal season so far this year, going into the playoffs undefeated, looks like it's going to end here as South Pittsburgh is leading 35-0 to wow. at the half. Yeah. Um, and then they'll go on to take uh, the winner of Fayetteville and Lake County. And um, that's... That one is also at the half right now. Fayetteville leading fourteen to ten, and some of these games are starting to uh, to start um, in the third quarter. And actually, new update I had just given um, on Peabody and Waverly. Peabody scoring very quickly going into the second half. So now Peabody up twenty-one to seven in the third quarter. Um, and real quick before I turn it over to you, I'll see if there's an update on. Um, South Oil and Oak Ridge, there's not. Um, since I last talked about it, a minute has expired, so Oak Ridge leading 14-0 to zero with two-and-a-half minutes left. All right,
7: very well. Trevor, thank you for the Denso scoreboard right there. Wanted to correct something real fast. Also, just um, let you know, again, the scoring, first quarter, Red Bank 0, Alcoa 13, second, Red Bank scored 7, Alcoa's added 14, Red Bank in the third scored 0. Alcoa scored 15. Nobody scored in the second or the fourth quarter, so that was the total 7-42 as Alcoa defeats Red Bank tonight here in Chattanooga. We're going to turn it back
1: over to Heath as he's going to get us out of here tonight. (laughs) Get us out of here indeed. We have still got to travel about another hour and a half back home For the evening, just like those tornadoes do as they're on their buses and getting ready to head back home with the team, we might have to sneak in with that entourage, to see if the police escort will help us find our way home (laughs) as well. But it has been a wonderful night if you're an Alcoa football fan, and we thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast tonight on 100.9 FM, 850 AM, Rocky Top Sports Radio, and we hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Until next week, when you'll be listening to us live in Cookville for the state championship game, I'm Heath Dunkel alongside Scott Dunkel, Marty Millsaps, Trevor Dunkel, Andy back at the studio, and Adrian Harrell assisting tonight as well. Your final score, Alcoa 42, Red Bank 7. Until next Friday night, we say so long, good night, and yet, that just happened.
14: We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blount County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there's no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com.
2: West Chevrolet, doing business in Blunt County for 88 years. West Chevrolet is located on the airport motor mile and has been a leader in our community, serving the good people of Blunt County for four generations. Whether you're looking to buy new, pre-owned, or get service for your automobile, think West Chevrolet. West Chevrolet is happy to partner with all the local high schools and wishes everyone a happy and safe fall season for your sport. Whether you're a tornado, rebel, mountaineer, or governor, you can find the auto, help, or service you need at West Chevrolet. Reach us at 970-9378 or online at westchevrolet.com. You can also find us on Facebook. We're here to serve the good people of Blount County. We do what we say at West Chevrolet.